The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Ah yes, incredible Hulk melon body. Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play little dude instead. Aquaman's a hero. See what Spider-Man number one looks like. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you just stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. Yeah, the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the Cal. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. Now that you guys are doing your daytime talk show shtick, does this make this all games after dark? Uh, definitely. Definitely. Next, he's our riddle inside of an enigma trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What is this, like A500? And myself, I'm Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. Um, I'm I'm honestly not 100% certain all the things that we're talking about right now <laughs> because it was in flux and well, I don't know. Lord of Gore. Oh, I'm sorry. Lord of Gore was not in flux. That we are talking about today. Yeah. And, and then Black Clover 127. Is that happening? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, if if no one else watched it, then we don't have to. I mean, 
Either way, I like we didn't watch anything else, so <laughs> just have Oz yell at us for the whole like two hours. Dude, that's what we should do. That's it. We're gonna have Oz yell at us because we annoy Oz. I don't have the lung uh, capacity for that. And 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 whatever else you all want to yell at us about, all that and more on today's fantastic forum. But before we get into all that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you all, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Uh, we also, well, yeah, we, we should go ahead and let you know, if you want to get down with the show, let us know uh, what it is you want to talk about. Here's how you can do that. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. I love this party. Thank you, intern. Yes. So, uh, yeah, get down with us. Uh, we got. I'm looking at the chat. I see Tiger Claw. What's up, Fantastic Forum? How are y'all handling the lockdown? I know it really sucks not being able to touch a single comic book and fear that you might get infected with the corona. You <laughs> could get around that by wearing gloves, but there's always digital, which will eventually bring the end of the physical, which will bring an end, will, will bring the end of the physical comic book. That's that one. That's ridiculous. Uh, the idea that digital w- would replace physical completely? No. Two, everybody two, knows that I'm the coronavirus... Already. Say what? The two is I'm digital already. Me too. And physical. Oh. I actually went and got comics today. Well, there it is. Was your comics shop open? No, I, because when I opened the shop, it was slow at first. I kept buying a bunch of trade paperbacks on Amazon. Well, you opened what shop? The barbershop. Oh, got you. When I started it, you know, it was slow at first. And then, <clears throat> so I just kept buying stuff to read. But then, you know, I would have to put it down because somebody, I bought like four Sandman Mystery Theater trade paperbacks. Wait, you, you I, opened the shop today? No, when I opened up, when I first started, back in the day. Oh, back in the day. I'm sorry. Like, you said when I opened up. I'm just like, how am I supposed to know you mean back in the day? business when they you know so today I, I went and grabbed some stuff I, I left some twinkies over there so i went and grabbed those and uh and i grabbed all a bunch of comics that i had there that i haven't read yet so i got physical comics and burr says what's up good and two everybody knows that corona also infects you like a digital virus as well like you can get Corona from your like iPhone. The president said that. I just found out you could get it from eating ass. All that. All that. I'm pretty Wait. sure that was the president said all that today. Wasn't that your cure? Well, that was the prevention. I'm still. I still maintain that it's the prevention. But look, it's know, the same. That's look, the that's what killed that guy, right? He ate ass and died. Well, no, that's how Prince uh, Charles got it because he was hanging oh, out with Prince Albert. Eating his ass, and uh, and he got Chris it. Charles got Corona from eating ass. 
Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, man. Oh, Welcome to Fantastic Forum. I ate, <laughs> I ate arse. Now I have... <laughs> Oh, that's that's the worst English accent. <laughs> oh my god! It's the oh, king's English. Oh, it's a kid. Look, white words, white words. You wouldn't understand, <laughs> right? So, yeah. So we're we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna talk to you about uh, uh. Oh Jesus, Lord Lord of Gore. Is it Lord or Lords? Lord of Gore. Lord of Gore. Yeah. And then and I have a deal too. That's part of a Mo deal. So we gotta tease that. There we go. We got a Mo deal. We got we got mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. Yeah. We have a heavy metal minute. We're gonna bring you some news. I recorded that heavy metal minute in the shower. Uh oh. There it is. Okay. Well, oh, there it is. Sexy, Ooh, sexy sec- heavy metal minute. Hold on. I, a- we need a disclaimer for that one. Welcome to all games after. I'm never going to hit that button again. So I finally I p- took the dust off of it. There it is. Yeah. So I, I actually, uh, I think Jeffries is going to deliver some comics to me tomorrow. Nice. So he's not That's mad that, that we're not promoting him anymore? Nah, man. He's what my God. No, Jeff is, Jeff is cool. Well, it's not like, you know, like, it's like, oh, my God, we destroyed, he destroyed my business by not. Right. He's like, why would you deprive me of those all games millions? It's like, you know why, you know. Yeah, but now I guess to charge you full price. Hmm? Now I guess to charge you full price. No, because yeah. the pull list, like pull list gets a discount too, right? The pull list just in general gets a discount. And then also too, I mean. I, like I don't think Jeff is actually gonna change my discount. Honestly, like he might, but he might not. I would. I, I don't, so so far he hasn't. Let's okay. put it like that. And you know, and I told like I mentioned it, which I was just like, hey, I understand that you know this might change or that might change. You know, just let me know whatever works. Because I was just like, hey, you know, I mean, it is what it is. But at the same time, it's like literally, I've been going to that store for like, ash. Look, wait, I'm sitting here blowing my own mind right now because I've been going to that store over 20 years. So, because I was like in high school when I first started going there. So, it's not like, you know, I'm a loyal customer. So, you know, it is what it is. Either way, I, I don't, I don't think that I'm the longest. Uh, well, I not even don't think. I know for a fact I'm not the longest customer long running customer there because like there's a guy there that i talk to every now and then i think his name is richard like we have conversations but we never like really formally introduced ourselves to each other does but he wear this there's only jacket type huh is he like an older dude with a cockeye he's not a cock he doesn't have a cockeye but he is an older dude like is he like know. balding and wears like a bomber like a you know, members only type jacket. He, he, I'm sure he has a members only t- jacket. I'm pretty sure I've seen him in one before. He doesn't wear it every day. He's not like a Stanley in that way, yeah. you know. Yeah. But but what are you gonna he has like? What are you gonna try to get a social security number next? What's happening? 
Well, no, no, because I used to know Richard back when we used to sell comics, and he wouldn't buy from us because he was the Jeffrey's customer at the L.A. Uh-huh. Science Fiction and Comic Convention. And then what would happen was Jeffrey would hire him to work the convention f- for him there and just let him get whatever comics he wants. Jeffrey Sr., of course. And his oh, name was right. Richard. And he's, he's a cool guy that, I, that I, I miss from not going to that convention. You know, he's a little eccentric, especially as, as older comic fans were back in the day. Oh, yeah. But well, it was like, definitely a cool thing to, to talk to. I mean, we've met Jeffrey Sr., you know, eccentricity yeah. just just flows. Yeah, yeah, but but Jeffrey Senior is eccentric in like a cool rock star way. Oh yeah, right. no, I, I didn't mean that in a bad way. Yeah. No, definitely, I, like yeah. But that Richard, dude, that dude was the cool. Richard I knew wasn't like that. I'm actually disappointed no. in Jeffrey Junior for not taking up the mantle, taking up the cape. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's one of these things where it, it's it's good and bad though because, like. You have to be a certain type of person to do that. Yeah. You know? And and Jeff Jeff Jr. is not that guy. Like, not that's that guy. Also, right. it's your dad's, like, thing. Like, that's what your dad's known for. Like, you're doing your thing with your le- with his legacy, but you're, crea- you're also doing your own as Jeffrey Sr. I don't know him that well. I don't talk to him like that. But I would assume it's, like, it's also kind of painful. It's like, I had these good memories of my dad like this. I don't want to tarnish that for myself, you know? Well, I mean, I think if Jeff Jr. was a different person, he could adopt that legacy and it wouldn't be weird or anything. It just, he'd have to be the right person. Like, like if if Mike Wellman was Jeff Sr.'s son, oh. <laughs> it'd be seamless. Yeah. <laughs> I because... think Mike Wellman is Jeffrey Sr.'s son. <laughs> No, I mean they definitely were super close. I mean, you know, yeah, he Mike got his start at Jeffrey's Comics, and I know that they were close. So They're good and, friends. And I re- I remember to the point where I remember Jeffrey Senior's house got robbed, and they yeah. tried to sell the comics to Comic Bug, mm-hmm. and he took them and turned the guy in and gave Jeffrey yeah. his stuff back. Oh, absolutely, I, of course, because that I mean Mike Wellman is one of the most stand up people you'll meet. Oh yeah. So I mean, when I say that, uh, that's not the same thing against uh, or like as far in my experience, Jeff Junior and Jeff Senior are the same same type of people. Like they, yeah. like if the situation was reversed, they would have done the exact same thing. But you know, because the the combo community is the combo community, right? Especially yeah. in that area. But it's just one of those things where, like, just from a personality perspective, Jeff Jeff Junior. It's just not the right person to be wearing like the Captain Greedy outfit, and he would not like he would that that legacy would be weird with him trying to do that, and and I think in fairness I think Jeff Junior knew that and that's why he didn't try to do it, you know, but yeah if he was a different guy maybe he could have but he was like no that's my dad's thing it's not my thing and that's okay. <laughs> They're different people, and there's nothing wrong with that. And, and even like going to the shop now under Jeffrey C, uh, Jeffrey Junior's Reich, it's a good, still a good experience. Oh yeah, no, it's still a great experience. It's just, it's just different. That's all there is to it. Yeah, and you know, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Sometimes things change. It's like sometimes you know, it's all parties and and dive bars, and then sometimes it's quarantine. Yeah, 
with yeah. parts in them. But speaking of, of yeah. quarantine, I'm yeah. starting to think this uh, COVID has infected your guys' brains because I've been listening to your little morning shtick. And uh, I'm, I'm not. Jay, do you hear how he demeans us right off the bat? He's just mad because he's not on the morning show. <laughs> he, he's like, he's like, damn it, they could do it without me. Wait, it, it, we're more essential than him. Monday's show was fine because I was in chat, keeping it light, keeping it airy. It, it was, it was a delight. Then, then I started listening to Tuesday. First half is all kinds of fake news and misinformations. I'm not gonna get into it because I'm. I'm trying to keep this show not political, but you know, you guys are talking to to a guy who is just a giant. Wait, he's a potential sponsor, right? Um, his opinions may be a little bit stronger than his facts in some cases. <laughs> and you guys get each, you guys you guys get each it, other it, going. There's no shame in someone disagreeing with Mike Wellman. He, his opinions are super strong. Yeah. Okay, and we'll leave it at that. And, and then once that gets out of the way, it's just like depressing, man. You guys, I thought you guys were gonna cry on the air. Like, good lord, oh, somebody did I, make did a I forget to cry. Somebody make a dick inside. joke or something. And Mo, I look all the credit to you, man. You tried. You were in a grainy ass seven twenty p. Fuck, <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> but then you know. Here comes Larry again. Whoa, is me. Where am Did I, like, hey I, I going to read a comic don't, book? Don't. Mike Wellman just don't. said everything will be okay, but I guess I don't trust his opinion either. Whoa, is me. And then to top it <laughs> off, so I get a little excited because I'm going through our pre-production stuff. And you guys are, are finally going to watch Upgrade, a movie I've talked about on this show repeatedly numerous times. Finally, you guys are going to watch it. I don't believe Oz has ever mentioned Upgrade on this show. <laughs> I think the, the, title of the, the title of the episode is called uh, The One About Upgrade. I, <laughs> I, don't think Oz has ever, I don't think Oz has ever mentioned it once. That hurts. I'm like, okay, so he's finally going to watch like, it. And we're going to talk. You, you said it's content for the show. All right. We're finally going to talk about it on this show. And uh, I hear that the that the morning topic is going to be horror Wednesdays. So I'm like, well, that's not a Why horror movie. Say that except me. Well, because you can't explain it right. Gay. So I, I hear that's the topic. I'm thinking upgrade is not a horror movie. All right, we're going to talk that on the on the regular show. I finally get to talk about it with you guys. And as soon as I, I download the episode and start listening to what the fuck is the first thing you guys talk about. Upgrade. Again, Lawrence can't explain anything. Like, I don't know why <laughs> you try to explain this movie for like five minutes and didn't just say do walks like Robocop. I didn't I didn't try to explain anything. I was saying he, he to... does a great job at walking unnaturally. Right, and then you spent like five minutes trying to explain his walk. But he doesn't walk like Robocop. It's different than Robocop. It's a Robocop. No, he walk. does have a little bit of the Robocop thing, but because he's not bulky, it looks even weirder. I mean, it it definitely has a thing where his head moves independently from his shoulders, and that's definitely akin to Robocop. But yeah. but that's that's it. 
like the way his legs move, that's not how RoboCop walks. Like RoboCop actually walks pretty normal. The thing that makes it weird <laughs> is that his head and his body are like they're disconnected. And that's the only parallel. The the thing that and, and don't get me wrong, RoboCop has a different kind of strangeness in the sense that, you know, his arms always stay like to his side. You know, obviously when people walk, their arms move. RoboCop's arms don't move. But the way his legs move is pretty much like a normal person. Mo, what makes it weird is that his head turns the direction he wants to move in before the rest of his body does. Uh, and and, Mo, and, and Mo, Mo. The of, at the end of the day, yeah. it's, it is definitely distinct. Quick, quick sidebar. But it's not, it's not that I think he's strange for people. Mo, quick, quick sidebar. Is it called Larry Splaining if he's wrong? Well, it's Larry explaining because it is wrong. It, otherwise, it's just explaining. <laughs> like when you know what I mean. Like, if tell me how I'm wrong. Then there's a point that you guys get into Picard, another show that I'm the only other one on this show watching, and that's the time you want to talk about it is when I'm not. Let's always said was Picard is good. If you want to talk about Picard, then let's talk about Picard. No, I got scolded last time I brought up Discovery. I think. Well, I don't yeah, remember. Who, I was pretty scolded you? You were doing it during a final thought. Like, it was 1030 at night. It was my final thought. I literally passed <laughs> out, like, right afterwards. <laughs> it was, like, 45 minutes. And you were blacked out already. Yeah, it was fun. Like, you only know that you got scolded because he went and edited the show. <laughs> that's that's the moment I stopped editing the show. That is hilarious. That is you, funny. You like know, you me, got I got a text message from show. him. Oz and I have our own production text, too, because we do stuff that's different than what the content that's on air. Right. <laughs> we do stuff that's not on air, like more technical stuff. Like, I just asked Oz about something earlier. I don't know if he wants to hit the button. I thought he, you know, it's a funny little thing uh, that you guys was, should hear. I was waiting for the last, for the, for the perfect moment. Yeah. Anywho, you'll he when you'll hear it, you'll know. But well, it, it's one of those. Let me, let me just say, let me just, just finish my little tirade. Because I just, right. and I don't know if I should apologize, but uh, Lawrence, I, I feel, I feel much better now that. I've I've unloaded on you. I'm glad. Uh, like I don't know why I swallowed all that. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> oh, that was <went> perfectly. <laughs> I know it really it was perfectly timed because then, and especially because you said I'm glad like right before. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, like even I thought I said that. I was like, why did I say that? You did say that. <laughs> No, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Yeah, you said that, but in another episode. <laughs> no, 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 no. Play it again. Uh, like, I don't know why I swallowed all that. Lawrence, <laughs> I literally, after you said it, I literally said, please, somebody get me a copy of that right now because I wasn't recording that day. Sounds like fake news. <laughs> I actually. It's right in I with your agenda. Time. It's like. Minute seven, second thirty-four of that show. I wrote it down. I didn't have a piece of paper. I wrote it down on the wall. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you wrote it down on the wall. 
Yeah, the minute seven thirty four, like, cause I know I had to look at, and when we added the archive, I have to look at that time stamp. Yeah, <laughs> what you call it? Your your landlord is not going to appreciate that. I'm my landlord. I own my home. Oh, look, Emily doesn't appreciate that. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> the statement stands. But Mo. although the the corner where I have my all the show stuff, that's my corner. I can technically do to that wall every anything I want. You know, we can oh, just okay. get you like a whiteboard, right? I mean, you like white. Yeah, but and some dry no, erase I, markers. I, I'm eventually. Oh, that's what I forgot to. I, damn it. That's what I got. Okay. I got a whiteboard next to me with some markers, and I just jot no, stuff. I had, I have backdrop paper for photography that I was just gonna like staple to the wall, so it could be a, a backdrop for filming. But what the hell is backdrop paper? Like photography backdrop paper? Like it looks like a wall, or it looks like a like wood grain, you know? Oh, or brick, yeah. Oh, but like paper, like. Wallpaper, not like a cloth. It's like wallpaper, but if you take a picture, the flash won't bounce off of it. Right, but I mean, not it, not cloth. It's actual paper. Yeah, it's actual paper. Because I see people like do thick. it with cloth, but that's probably just the cheap way. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. We got the, the thing, money magnum here. No, no, ain't no more money magnum no more, man. I'm just like one of you poor people. <laughs> what? What do you mean? I, what do you mean, you poor people? I'm still working. Uh, yeah, but you know, you're essential, so you're the people, the plebes that work for nothing, for peanuts. Otherwise, I, you'd rise now, go on strike, and ask for no taxes for the next three years. Dude, I, I, got, I, I write got, photography paper three and a half out of five. I, I've been given papers to show to the authorities if they ever question me. So, like, I can drive it, anywhere I want in this goddamn state. I got papers yeah, in a well, badge. Well, why don't you just print it on a little yellow star and put it on your sleeve? <laughs> I I did say I have a badge, right? Yeah. Oh man, that joke is so dark. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Larry, this, you think this shit's easy? This like, is all I, games after dark. I've been predicting this shit for the last five years. Oh. Like the police is going to get out of hand. The police is going to get. They're going to get to the point where it's like instead of just asking you for these papers, if you answer the wrong thing, they'll just tase you because it's easier. Next week, I mean, next week my work I'm is going to start taking our temperature we used before to, we're we, in. We used to call that just being black. I don't yeah, understand no. what what the big deal is for everybody else. Yeah. All of a sudden, well, the big deal is affecting white people now. Well, oh, no, okay. it's not. Look, that that's part of it, but that's not how I would word it. What I would word it is like you should have been looking out for the black people back then. Because now it happens to you. That's always well, been my philosophy. You know what I mean? Well, of course. I mean, that that's what call, being a human being is. But, you know, yeah. not but everybody clearly, does there's that. None, there, there's none running the country at all. <laughs> no humans. Anyway, so with that being said, what what what's your major gripe about the movie Upgrade? Why do you hate it so much, Oz? No, he loves it. I love the movie. I wanted to talk about it. With you. <laughs> Man. What? What? Why? I don't understand what it is about Upgrade that you feel so strongly against. Oz is terrible. I mean, Fuck we you, look. The rest of Fantastic Forum watched it and enjoyed it thoroughly. We just understand why you can't get on our page. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I, I missed. I missed the button. <laughs> I, I, I tapped the screen and nothing happened, so I just like freaked out. 
the beauty of that that it's like minute 30. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it'll be easy to find. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't say Larry, so does it, does it count? No, it just, look, just the, the tone and everything, just alone. Like, if I'm angry at a creator, hit that button. Fuck you. Like... <laughs> Fuck you, Larry. Oh, man. Hilarious. All right. No, but seriously, Oz, do you, do you want to talk about upgrades some? No, it, it, look, you guys just did it a few hours ago. I'm not going to. Uh, yeah, I don't need that, but we, like, I, I know I regurgitated his sentiments about it a lot. You know, almost, not verbatim, but like similar words. Big words, bigly words. Yeah, and look, it. There's already a, a whole show where I did it, and I, I talk about it all the time. I don't feel the need to constantly regurgitate all this awesomeness into your mouth, like a like a bird oh. feed, feeding its young. <laughs> oh it's Mayor Young, if you will. Oh, jeez, man! Like that's the, that might be the title of this episode. Ugh. Feeding the, the bird Mayor Young. Feeding its- Okay. Okay. <laughs> so Oz, what I mean, we haven't got the chance to talk to you at all about your thoughts on regard in regards to uh the industry or or Diamond stopping all shipping, this being basically the last week of comics until we don't know when. What do you think about all that? I'm pretty sure I mentioned it before and well, it was before the diamond thing, but it was when we saw the diamond thing coming. You're right. And my my thoughts basically align a lot with uh, with Mike's from yesterday's show, where it, it it's really if I think it's going to be more of a pause button. Uh, several, yeah. I think some companies are going to use it as an excuse to kind of trim the fat, which is something they've probably right. been been thinking about anyway. My biggest concern right. is AT and T because they've already they were already on the fence. Like we've already heard the rumors of them stopping the publishing. And while I think mm-hmm. they're not they're not gonna do that, this is like if they were gonna do it, this is the push that they needed. Like this is the excuse where they would they wouldn't receive so much backlash if they did it right now. Uh, but like Mike Wellman said, a lot of those books are already written and probably already drawn. Maybe even sitting at at a printer's office somewhere. So the stuff that's done now is going to come out. I think writers and artists have time now to to work on stuff, and we might even get better stories for the next couple of years because they're gonna they're all gonna they got the time to to really work it slowly and get their best load out there because they know. That if these companies start trimming the fat, there's going to be less opportunities for them, and they have to put their their best load for, forward. So See, this, this might actually help as much as it hinders. I mean, it's definitely going to affect it negatively, but what we do get might be of a slightly better quality than what we've been getting. See, and you know, this is really interesting to me, just because, you know. You all know me, and you know I'm a very optimistic person. And I don't know. That could come from ignorance of things, uh, of how things work generally, even though I don't think so, because I try to stay informed. But 
you know, this optimism about the comic book industry, like, like, it's not that I don't think that people, you know, want to work or that even that publishers and distributors want comics to to survive and win because I think that's true. I think that everybody in the comic book industry wants the industry to survive. But like that scenario that you're talking about right there is like like that is a, a scenario where comic book publishers are paying their writers and their artists throughout this entire time when they don't know when those books are going to ship. And I just don't believe that's going to happen. No, I mean, I'm not we, saying, I'm we not obviously saying know that that isn't going to happen for some publishers. Like some smaller publishers have already said like, hey, you know, we're canceling this month's set of books until, you know, or at least putting them on hold or whatever. But I'm saying like if they're putting, you know, May on hold because, you know, April's done that works already you know paid for so those books are there but if they're putting may on hold they're not gonna pay for you know uh june or july right no i'm not saying they're gonna pay while while they're not putting out anything i'm well, saying well, you i'm saying, are, though, I'm you're saying, saying that stu- no no i'm the, saying that look the the stuff that's already been paid for that's already ready to ship or even in, even in print because even as stuff ships, you know, they, they're already ahead in the printing, getting ready for, right. for the next step. Like, that, that's all, that's all going to come are, out. Are done. That's all going to come out, but late. Right now, what the, what the writers, I hope they're doing, is working on their stories, crafting better stories to present, but, to, present to these companies and hope to get to get them published. Like I said, um, from C2E2, I think they're, they're going to cut back from the ongoing and go more into the, these, these story arcs. And so the, the writers have an opportunity to, to make better stories now that they can present. I'm not saying they're all going to get made, but the, I think some will. So you're talking about basically like people that are contracted that are like okay, well, right. I, I see the industry going more towards contracted than, I mean, contracted per book, you know, per story, as opposed to you know years or you're going to be on this ongoing book till whenever. You know, it, it's going to be. No, but I mean that that's what contract like the you know like a lot of top tier writers have contracts to do particular titles for a certain amount of time, and. While and of course, you know, like when we talk about, especially when we're talking about like the big two, you know, they have like their meetings or their summits or whatever, where they kind of like plan out the next year of books and what we're going to be doing. And so technically speaking, like w- the what's happening in 2020 for comics has already been decided in 2019. Right now. What's happening in April and May, maybe June of 2020, is still going to happen. It's just not going to happen in April and May. It's going to happen 
in June and July, maybe, which pushes everything back as far as as mainstream comics are concerned into 2021. But but are you thinking like there are people that aren't getting paid right now to write or draw that are maybe like coming up with the next thing during this time? They're just like and they're doing it for free. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not going to just do it for free, but they do it to have it to have something to present, to have something something to pitch. You know, you have to it's like it's like a movie. You're going to you're going to walk in there and tell them, "Look, this is the story I want to tell," and you have a sample you can show them. And then if they like it, it gets published. You know, they find an artist, artist comes up, "Hey, this is my vision for this character. This is how I, you know, Obviously, this doesn't go for for the big names. You know, Alex Ross is always going to be in demand. Jim Lee always going to be in demand. Th- those guys, they they're established. But I th- I'm th- I'm thinking of the smaller guys because look, those big guys don't get shit done quick. You know, they they can't. You, you can't really put them on a monthly schedule. I mean, you could, but you know, it's a flip of a coin whether they'll meet deadlines. We've seen that happen before. It's these other guys, these lesser-known guys, and, and I say guys, I mean guys, gals, somewhere in between, whatever. Uh, they, they're the, they, they're the ones that that have the opportunity, or not just the opportunity. I think they're going to need to really present a solid story that they want to tell to these companies. Because the fight is going to be for who gets published in in a world where the the amount of books being put out is smaller. You know, you don't have twelve issues to tell your story. Tell it to us in six. Now, but why do you feel that way? Because that's kind of where I saw the industry. That's where, from talking to artists, that's where they saw it on the, on the art side. I can't imagine the art side being too different from the writing side. Now I didn't talk to any writers about it. It was it was all artists. But they they all felt there's gonna be less books and more of these um six six to twelve issue stories. Like that's that's just where they saw it going. And now, that's when you say six to twelve issue stories you're talking about basically like I mean I we're basically talking about comics that are like being made for the trade, basically. Like, the arcs are like, okay, this is this collected edition, this is that collected edition. I mean... Or, or, or are you talking about more so the idea that you have six issues and then maybe there's a hiatus and then you have, like, another six issues and then there's maybe a hiatus? A little bit of both. Like... <laughs> well, like... A Heroes in Crisis will come out and it's techni- it's kind of a batman story i mean he's in it at the same time um this three issue the gift comes out S- stuff like that even though the gift was part of detective comics i think they're going to do more stuff like that but separate that they can sell you the the six issues separately and then sell you the trade and then um but not not have it exactly have to be the main continuity. Kind of like what they're doing with the black, with the black label stuff on the DC side. Mm-hmm. That, now, Oz, how do you feel about DC not um, addressing any of these concerns amid this global pandemic? 
Mm, what do you mean? That they haven't said what they're going to do one way or the yeah, other? Like, Marvel basically said, oh, you know, every, some things are going to be returnable. IDW is going to stop. Like, they've all made statements. And DC hasn't at all. I think DC right now, uh, AT&T hasn't by the balls. I don't think they can say anything either way. They might eventually, but right now the rumor is that AT&T wants to get rid of the whole publishing way. So I think DC doesn't want to say anything right now because they, they don't know. I Personally, I think there's, there's a lack of communication between the AT&T people and the DC people. And that's why we're getting all these rumors. Because if there was clear communication, then somebody would have said something by now to squash rumors, but we're not getting that. So there, there's no communication there. DC thinks they know where it's going, but thinking and what's actually happening are two totally different things. Well, I mean, in fairness, Jim Lee technically did squash like the the uh, getting rid of the DC publishing arm rumors at C two E two. Like he he had a panel and and did say like, oh, that's not happening. Now yeah, don't get me that, wrong, that that's before the Corona get it. Yeah. Oh no, that was definitely before coronavirus. No, of course. Or the yeah, Corona Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, but it's one of these things where it would seem to me that what what will what I know is this: every major company is having meetings anyway in regards to what are we going to do? How do we respond in regards to what's happening with this global pandemic? So one of the questions at the shareholders or I'm not, not shareholders, the, one of the, 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 the board meetings should be, Hey, you know, what should DC comics response be in regards to Corona? And I mean, I could totally see AT&T being like, Oh, well, that's a back burner issue. Like, you know, we don't need to worry about what that, you know, we'll, we'll figure that out later. Cause they maybe have other things to talk about or other, other made more major concerns, but it's unfortunate because it does make DC comics look bad. I mean, are, are you shocked that Jim Lee would come with the answer late? I mean, but it's not even really, at this point, it's not even really about Jim Lee, Look, right? I, I, I mean, yeah, but Jim Lee's the head of DC. And I, I love Jim Lee as an artist, but he's, he's not that good as a leader. I, I, Look, I'm not going to blame Jim Lee, though, because I'm sure Jim Lee is asking the questions. I, I don't believe that, or at least let me put it like this. Well, may, and maybe I'm giving Jim Lee too much credit. I, I would like to believe Jim Lee is somewhere asking these questions to whoever he answers to. However, you know, because, I mean, what else does Jim Lee have to do? Nothing. So it's like, Bake cookies. you know, like, and it's not even like a thing where I'm not even saying like Jim Lee is like, oh, well, he's taking, you know, like, it's not even a thing where Jim Lee in, in, in my mind is like Jim Lee's is rising to the occasion and becoming the leader that he needs to be in order to take DC comics into this new uncertain era. Like, I don't even feel that. I just feel like Jim Lee is just like curious, like everybody else. Like, well, so what are we going to do? And it turns out that Jim Lee is in the right position. He's the guy that can actually ask the question and get an answer. 
he's not so going to ask the question because the last guy that asked questions got fired. No, 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 no. You can't compare. Like, Dan DeDio didn't get fired because he asked questions. Dan DeDio got fired because he was trying to tell people how things were going to go. And I'm not mad at Dan DeDio, mind you. Like, I feel like, you know, Dan DeDio was trying to be a leader because they put him in a position to lead, right? Now, don't get me wrong. He should have made sure that people were on the same page. He he probably could have been more diplomatic about it. And apparently this was like a long time coming. You know, like there were a lot of people that weren't happy about how he decided to do, to do things. And he should have read the room a little bit better. But Dan DiDio wasn't acting in a way that was was in, incompatible with the role that he was supposed to play. Like Dan DiDio did what he was supposed to do. And and like I, I promise you, if Dan DiDio was still in charge, we'd had a statement by now. Well, Whether I, it was what AT&T wanted or not, because I, I'll leave it. I'll I'll leave it. Th- I'll I'll leave it this way. We're not getting an answer because the uh, decision hasn't been made, flat out. But Jim Lee but might too- be Jim Lee might be asking AT and T, but if AT and T is telling him we don't know yet, uh, Jim Lee's not the type of guy that's gonna keep pestering either. So maybe he's asked yeah, the question once wrong, or twice, though. right, right or wrong. That's look, that's Jim Lee. And you know, and you're right. Like Jim Lee is a company man. We get it. Like J- Jim Lee was a company man, even when he left the company. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know. Ultimately, I don't think AT and T has made a choice, a decision. If they have, they haven't told anybody, and that's where it's at. And Jim Lee's yeah, but, not going to push but, the issue. He's but, not. But that's the problem. Where it's like, like you can't mess around and be like, oh well, we can just leave this for for the next day. It's like it's too long. Like, it's happening now. It's happening already. Like, it's like, technically, our, our response is already late. So it's like, I need you to tell me what it is that we're going to say, or I got to make a decision on my own. Right. I still maintain that he's, like, just working it out, and he's just late, like always. <laughs> right. he, they, they're like, like, AT&T gave him all the information, and they're like, hey, man, say whatever you want to say, but here's what we can't do. And Jim Lee was like, oh, I'll figure it out. He's like, maybe tomorrow. And ultimately, Lawrence, we both agree it's being handled poorly. Yeah. That, no, that, I, that, I, that, I, that's yeah. it. It's, it's being handled poorly. I think, I think we agree that there's probably not an answer, and that's why we're not getting an answer. And if Jim Lee isn't asking... It's just a matter the, of like what level did that answer get stalled at. Right. That's what, And we don't know. We, we, know, we don't know. We just know that if there is an answer... It's it's somewhere in the ether. Somebody dropped the ball somewhere, and that's why we're not hearing about it. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like you know, like here's the thing. Like this is a bad thing for DC. I personally feel like Marvel's answer, which they gave a little while ago, is the wrong answer. Like Marvel's, like oh, we're not gonna we're not gonna do returnability. We're gonna do deep discounts. That's the wrong answer. And while, you know, we can say, oh, well, Marvel did tell people what they're going to do or how they're going to respond to this. You, at the same time, you have to knock them, or at least I do, just because I'm like, dude, okay, you, you told us what you're going to do, but that's 
not the right way to go in this whole in the midst of this whole crisis as as far as i'm concerned as a comic book fan i'm like obviously it's like yeah i you all know how much i love marvel and i'm a marvel guy and i support them as a public like the 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 comic book characters i care about the most come out of the house of ideas however comic books as a as a art form are bigger than marvel itself despite what anybody else may want to tell you right it's like look I, I yes i'm a marvel guy but if you're talking if you're saying to me well i need you to choose between marvel or comic books in general no i'm i'm picking comic books in general like i want the art form to survive and be be uh uh fruitful i want the art form to be um um given every opportunity to to grow and be as prosperous as it can be so it's like at the end of the day it's not like my loyalties aren't to the company above the art and so it's like from the perspective of okay are you doing what's best for the art i can look at what marvel said and be like no you're not doing what's best for the art i don't at least i don't feel that way however they did give an answer and so it's kind of one of those things where both Marvel and DC, in my opinion, are are kind of doing a bit of disservice to the art form in two completely different ways. Where Marvel gave us an answer, but it turned out to be the wrong one. And DC hasn't given us an answer at all, which I'm just like, geez, like it just sucks because it's like these are supposed to be our industry leaders, right? It's like in my mind, when uh uh Stevenson over at Image messed around and said, "Hey, I'm challenging these two companies to follow our, you know, follow our lead here because that's the right thing to do." It would have been nice if they both were like, "You know what? You're absolutely right. That is the right thing to do." And guess what? Here is what we're going to do. And even if it wasn't like, you know, I mean, Marvel and DC obviously have their own clout, so maybe they don't have to do what Image does. But even if they did something like in that vein, but with like some kind of caveats, that would have been nice because they're like, hey, we get it. We want the industry to live and, and thrive as well. We want retailers well, to be happy and, and feel secure. The industry is funded on creativity. I feel that they could find a creative way to handle this. Right. Yeah? Right. And especially considering like it's not like comic book writers and artists aren't vocal about these kind of things like you go on twitter and anybody that you know just about all, all the luminaries in the industry today have an opinion even if they didn't go on twitter and have an opinion say say you're like okay yeah there are all these people that are on twitter but those aren't the people i respect the the opinions of the people i respect are this one this one and this one you're the major publisher in the industry. You can call those people and be like, hey, such and such. We see what's going on in the world. What do you think we should do? You can call those people. And at the like that alone would be a major thing for folks to be like, you know, hey, Marvel, DC, they're reaching out and they're trying to figure out what the best move to make in this time is, and I gave them this opinion, I gave them that opinion, you know? Like, that would be huge in and of itself. Not to say that they have to say that out loud, but, you know, or via social media, but even if they were just doing that behind the scenes, 
and just saying like, hey, this is the right move. Because I'm sure from a creator's perspective, I don't feel like many creators were like, what you should do is just give them a very a very large discount. Because that doesn't help the comic shops. Like people are trying to keep the lights on. They're trying to make sure that people get paid still. So I don't know, man. It, it's one of those things where it's, it's disappointing on both ends because it's like it felt like I mean, and don't get me wrong, it's not it's not diminishing images uh images status in the comic book industry because Lord knows image comics is not only a important publisher historically, but is important in the here and now in regards to what they bring to the table and the type of talent that they foster and allow to like bring us comic books. But it's 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 unfortunate that it kind of feels like okay, well, they were like the ones kind of leading the charge, and no one, no one else, like none of the major two publishers were kind of like, yeah, you're right. They couldn't get behind them or get behind the idea at the very least, even if it's not behind Image itself. You're right, Oz. I'm depressing. I apologize. Oh, I'm sorry, I fell asleep. What what are we doing? No, no, you're right. You're right. Jay, take over, man. Just like, like you know. Even like the chat just halted. Yeah, exactly. I killed the whole show. I didn't mean to do it. I, I didn't funny. people need to be depressed about this shit. They need to <laughs> you know write, you know, tweet at uh DC Comics or DC Entertainment. Hey, what the fuck? Like what? Are, what are, you know? What are we? What are you doing for my comic book retailer? Because I want them. In fact, I'm gonna do that shit right now. What yeah, are you doing I, for my retailer? Because at DC Comics, uh, let me look it up real quick because I don't know exactly what what their name is. What? At, oh, you talk about DC Comics Twitter? Yeah. You know, I don't. I'm not sure either. I don't know if it's at DC Comics yeah. or at DC Entertainment. It's that's at DC Comics. Oh, okay. What there, are you heck, heck put it in chat too at DC Comics. Yeah, uh, yeah, but you know, I just. But everybody, you know, I like listening to my voice right now. Go on your whatever social media you are at DC Comics or you know whatever they are if you can find it. I, I don't mean to give you homework, although I did give you guys homework to make us a jingle for the morning, and I, I still have that issue. of action comics that nobody has claimed so yeah just tell them what are you doing for our local retailers right now in this time of corona getting hashtag f live tweet that at marvel too though yeah i'll do that because it's one of those things where like i know they're gonna say deep discounts but again it's like like i said like and and here's the thing california which is this you know the the state that Three out of the four of us live in, and of course, you know, Oz's home state. Like, we have one of the most robust comic book industries in the nation. It's like there there are probably more comic book stores in California than just about any other state, you know? Like, I remember when Fantastic Forum started, and cats would call in and be like, oh, there's no comic book stores in my city. And I'm like, wait, what? You know, like, what do you mean? So it's like, you know, we have an industry here in California itself. And of course, you know, I mean, DC Comics is is based out of here now for the most part. 
And, you know, Marvel, of course, is still based out of New York, but of course, Marvel Entertainment's out of here. So, or Marvel Studios, however you want to say it. But it's just like, you know, like, what are you doing to make sure that the the brick and mortar industry for comics is is going to me- make sure that they survive these next few months? And, you know, I mean, it's like these guys should be asking themselves, are they doing enough? It's like, yeah, I, I get it. Like, nobody, nobody believes, or at least I know, like, I know enough about the industry to know that DC Comics as a publishing house and 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 Marvel as a publishing house aren't making money hand over fist in regards to um um you know like putting out books like it's not like the return is huge on how much comic books make but what we do know is it's the engine for a lot of the creative things that happen in other mediums whether you're talking about animation uh uh whether you're talking about action figures, movies, all you know, video games, all these things. Like the nucleus is in the comic book stories. So it's just like, dude, like, why are we trying to pretend like why why are we like ignoring the goose as if like the golden the golden eggs are gonna come from someplace else? Like they're not. So like let's take care of those people. Let's let's take care of the people that of course are creating those things and let's take care of the people that are putting those those stories out into the world for other people to tell you like yes. This story was awesome and that's why we love that. And this should be something that's that that exists beyond the page. And so, you know, yeah, man, I just, you know, I, I, I know that, like, I can definitely see at this point <laughs> why, why you felt the way you felt, Oz, in regards to, like, you know, me being a bit of a downer. But honestly, like, oh. it's one of these things, it's one of these things where I was actually kind of cool in the quarantine up until they're yeah. like, no more comics. No more comics? What? Wait a minute. I, so what am I, I supposed I, to do now? I remember whispering that a couple times on the air too, so I don't know if that yeah. had to do with that. But you're uh, a demon, Mo. You're a demon in but, a good way, but a demon but still. Yeah, I'm happy that I have, di- you know, I've gone digital. But it, it's one of those things, like you know, if I was a, because I was the whole time you guys were, you know, Larry was putting everybody to either to the noose or 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 to sleep. I, I was like thinking, I'm like, man, what would I do if I was like the, the like on the board of these companies you know what i mean like it's you know i first thing i do is partner up with all the digital distributors right now and do some kind of profit sharing where like they could buy it through the publisher's website get a code for the digital and then when things get back to normal because you know a lot of people buying comics are collectors you know like not only do they just want to read it but they also want to hold hold on to it like could they you know once everything's settled and everything gets back normal maybe like get them their copy in the mail or have it have it picked up at their local comic shop you know what i mean or or something you know yeah and you know it's interesting because i will say um 
there's um like I, I, I was looking at Todd McFarlane's Todd McFarlane's uh I mean, I'm sorry, no no, I'm sorry, I'm I'm messing up. Uh, I was looking at Eric Larson's Twitter feed. Hold on, Larry, take a deep breath. You're you're breaking up. I don't know if I'm the only one hearing you broken up or everybody oh. else's. Just take a deep breath. Go ahead. Can you hear me okay? Broken now up I like do. the like the internet or like he's gonna cry? No, no, no. Like it, it's scrambling like the internet. It might be my internet, but Oh, yeah, yeah it's you. He sounds, I don't know he if sounds fine. Else hears you. Yeah, okay. If you sound fine, then go ahead. Oh, okay, cool. So no, I like that's um like I was looking at, at Tom McFarland. I'm sorry, I was, again, I did the same thing. I don't know why I'm trying to confuse or trying to mix up Todd McFarlane with Eric Larson. I was looking at, you, at Eric you, Larson's uh, Twitter feed. And you started up again, huh? Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know, he was asking like about the idea of, you know, are people trying to do like what do you all think about the idea of if people were just like so these next couple months we're just gonna put out our books digitally and, and no physical copies and you know like after we can start shipping things again we'll put the books into stores like just like a bulk drop so it's almost like basically if if like there doesn't have to be uh like instead of there being like say a hiatus and no comics and then we start back up after we can all ship again it can be like okay well these things came out digitally and if you want to just like you know catch up once we can ship again then we got you know like say for instance if issue four of whatever your comic title you were following is supposed to come out next week when when everything is good to go again you get issue four or five and maybe six and then you could, those were released digitally, so you could w- read them while you're in, while you're, while you're self isolating, you know. And and he was just kind of like wanted to get like I guess a feel of how do how do people feel about the idea of books coming out when they're supposed to digitally, but no physical copies, and then just moving forward. And you know, it was I, I can say it was split. I was watching it and I was just like, oh, wow. Like, you know, there's definitely some people that are all about that digital and they're like, yeah, that's the way we should do what we this should be the opportunity for comics to make that transition. Because there's some people that are just like digital is the future of the comic book industry anyway. And. You know, of course, there's like Eric Larson being among them is one of the people that is just like, no, like I, I want a physical book. I don't want a digital comic. And you all know that I'm of that same kind of camp too where I mean I'll read a book digitally but I prefer a physical comic book unless of course it's a book that's made in the digital space for that specifically which is a different thing. It's like almost like it's a medium unto itself. And so yeah, but but I can tell you like there was definitely people that were wholehearted um i need floppy comics and it's interesting too because not only were there people that are like yeah we should definitely do the digital thing let people adopt that in this time so that they can be used to it and then transition to that 
there are people that are like, nope, we should definitely do floppies. Just put the whole industry on pause until a month and a half, two months from now and go that way. And then there was a whole group of people that were like, well, actually, what we should do is everything should be trade paperbacks. And basically, they were kind of more of the idea of like, maybe comics should go on a more like, you know, quarterly or bi-monthly kind of schedule and you release them in in larger chunks that are either an entire arc or a half an arc and and that's what comics it would make more sense for comics to be that and it was interesting to watch the discussion just because everybody has an opinion and there's not a I don't know that there's a, a, a consensus one way or the other. Like I I do think that there's a bigger consensus for monthly comics and and or well, there's a, a larger consensus for monthly physical books and monthly digital books than there are for just the like, you know, either bi monthly or like the the quarterly trade paperback i think that that was the one that people are kind of like well i don't know if i want to wait every other month (laughs) or if i want to wait every three months for a book you know i don't know what do you all think about it well what what the fuck do you want i'm oh i i see we have we've had a caller for i don't how long did lawrence go for like 20 minutes oh i'm sorry (laughs) yeah Heck, no, but uh, you can feel free to jump in too, Hex. Don't you? Don't, you don't have to tell anybody who you are or where you're from or what your power is either. Finish your thought, Will, but we do have to get to to the callers. Well, no, um, <laughs> I kind of lost it. I, I do get like wh- what you you say, Larry, about you know, but from a uh, a small business perspective, I actually went to my local carniceria. Mm. And mini market, and and she's an older lady. She actually opened up the shop um, after her kids Come went on, off. Man, say it right, <laughs> carniceria. Um, but you know, she 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 opened up a mini market, a bodega, and, and I went and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go get a monster because I'm I don't get out, but I used to, you know, if I leave at a certain time from my house in the morning, that's where I get my monster. Like to me, I made that my Starbucks. I go. I talked to her for 10 minutes about how business is, how what she does in general, and then, you know, get to know her and then leave, you know, or the guy that cuts the meat or the guy that cleans, you know, it's my neighborhood, you know, and here I'm like, how's business? She's like, well, it's good. The hard part is getting everything stocked up because she goes to the big distributor and they're, they're in line just like the people at the supermarkets, you know? And she's like, I told her, I'm like, yeah, you know, they made me close my shop. And she's like, man, she, she's like, how long? About 30 days. This is what they said. But I realistically, I, I'm, I'm emotionally, I'm preparing for, for three months, you know, and the only she's help. smart. I'm, no, no, that's me. Oh, you're yeah. smart. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that. Um, or thank you for coddling me one or the other. <laughs> But, you smart, <laughs> you you loyal. <laughs> but you know, realistically, like I, that shop might be closed for three months because 
I don't think it's going to get better in one month. You know, our our supreme leader is is he wants to get us to church by Easter. But if there's any proof that there is no God, it's this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what? What? Well, you know, a, a virus evolved to attack the more, like, you know, it transferred from animal to human because we're killing off all the animals. So it's like, yeah, if I really want to kill the most, like, I should just go to human. Evolution at work. Yeah? Um. So yeah, I thought it transferred because somebody ate a bat. No, no, that's stupid. It, it's it's tro- the the trophy hunting. It, it just it, it moved from animal to human. And tomorrow I'll talk more about that on when I review animosity because it's uh. real fitting. And I almost wish that apocalypse was the one that <laughs> that we're going through because I know my boys are ride or die. My my girl Harley and my boy Dean. They're, they're they're right or die. like they're ready like facing the apocalypse with me like when I had was anxious they were anxious when I was calm they were calm uh, that we got and Emily too but you know Emily's trying to calm me down and keep herself calm you know we're partners so it's a little hard on her too but the dogs they're here for us but that's beside the point you know talking to her it's like yeah you know I go what about the reconstruction period like what do you think and she's like well. It, it, if it goes for three months from a small business standpoint, it's going to be about a year till people have enough money to spend on you, you know, or on me. And, you know, she's essential because she, she's a food distributor, but she can only get a certain amount of product. So it's not like she's, you know, thriving <laughs> during this. She's, it's not like she's making money off of this, you know? So, and I think to comics is going to be a, a, a kind of like that too, where it's like, okay, the people are ready to buy comics, but can they afford them? You know, like for example, me, like uh, Long Beach is offering me a loan <laughs> oh, to get you through COVID. Uh, here's a loan. I'm not going to sign up for a loan if I don't know how long this thing's going to take. You know what I mean? Because I still have to yeah. pay a, and then I still have to pay, you know, I, I still haven't spoken to my landlord, but it's something on my to-do list that I'm dreading, which is why I'm taking so long. But it, it, it's going to be one of those things where, you know, uh, I still have, if it's three months, that means I have to make six months worth of money in one month just to cover the cost, right? <laughs> not to cover my lifestyle. You know, so realistically, a year, nothing's going to get back to normal for at least a year after, if not more. Yeah. And with comics being, uh, uh, you know, for some of us, it's a necessity and we can find a way to get it. Like, I'm good with one comic. But, you know, Larry, you knew me when I was single, paid like 200 bucks a month in rent and made like 25 bucks an hour. Like yeah. spend two hundred bucks a Wednesday, you know. Like I buy bun- every com- every comic that says Civil War on it, I'd buy, and then I'd buy like two shirts every week, you know. But it, 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 that's how I like to buy comics. <laughs> yeah, that's how I would if I could. And you know, I'm I was building up to it until this fucking coronavirus. <laughs> right. But it, now you know it, it's gonna take it, that. There's a reconstruction period that we don't we we don't think about it you know like after the great depression like the depression yeah. here the depression is here we're not worried about a depression you know uh, oz's furor is 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 like oh 
we're going to get to Easter. It's going to be beautiful. I'm using <laughs> superfluous words to thank you that it's right. I'm exaggerating the, the, the concept so that you think I, I'm knowledgeable. Um, people tell me what it is, but I'm so insecure that I have to make a, put a brave face to the public. I can't show vulnerability because then I wouldn't be like one of you and I would never want to be like one of you. But it turns out that if I did pretend to be like one of you, you trust me a little more. You know, um, you got that there and, and people are like, yeah, let's drink this Drano. You know, <laughs> <laughs> because it's like he says he says it's a game changer. So I have it in my house. And guess what? I can't take a test to tell me if I'm going to die because he fucked up the, the health care for me. And, and so they're not going to test me because if I have it, I'm going to die. I'm, I'm, I'm old enough that I'm going to die. So they don't want to waste a test on me. And then if I'm too young to die, they don't want to waste a test on me like the 17 year old that died. And it's like, yeah, it, it, look, we're in the depression already. Uh, if not an economical one, a social one. And comics, even haircuts, are going to take a, a step back to all of that. Are I'm you a, sure? I, I'm are you, Oz, up, and this is my nihilistic minute. <laughs> Oz, are you sure that Moses isn't the depressing one? Are you sure it wasn't him? No, he's feeding off of you. Oh, oh, how dare you? <laughs> Listen, okay. You okay. No, but it's a conversation that should be had. Like th- th- that's part of what the reason I am who I am is because uh, or I am the way I am is because people need to think like this. Yeah, they need to be a little bit depressed. They need to realize, they need to see, you know, everything through social media is rose-colored glasses. You know, that's part of the problem we're here. Most of it, I agree. That That's part of the problem while we're in this. Like, people don't want to stay the fuck home because it's like, oh, I could take a good-ass selfie at a cliff now. You know? <laughs> and then there's motherfucker licking everything in the store. And, you know... Right. What? What was that? Yeah, like? some fool was licking everything in the store. There's some dude right. that was licking a toilet. He, he got arrested. It's not some dude. There's a bunch of dudes. Are there more than one? It's a challenge. Yeah, there, there was a fucking retards. And I yeah. mean, when uh, right before the NBA shut down, there's a dude that was just fucking around, touching everything, yeah. touching all the mics, everything. Oh yeah, touching reporters the in jazz. the face. Yeah, yeah, and then like the next day, he tested positive. He he got it. He gave it to like five other guys. It's like you know, I can't blame him because he's from the jazz. Like he's he'll never <laughs> be Carl Malone, you know, or the short white guy. That was awesome from the jazz too, alongside Carl Malone. Stockton. Like, Stockton, yeah, that Stockton was amazing uh, for a short white guy in the NBA. You L- know, Lewis, do you Ball feel man. weird every time Mo like does sports references too, or is it, is that just me? I think it's just you. I look, I I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Because when when I mention sports, like Mo mocks me, but then he's oh he knows who, who the fuck Stockton is. He knew that he played with Carl Malone? Like, what the fuck? Hey. You didn't live in the 90s, man. No, it's not not that it's not just that he knows that. It's that I've never known Mo to watch sports. Yeah. Like, I I I, I not only watch it on TV, I actually, like, go and watch games and stuff. 
And Mo has mocked me for for saying I like football. And I still mock you. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you see you see why the shock? No, it's not shock. Like you guys know I have I've been cursed with the gift of knowledge. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I know things. Like he's like, I, he's like, I don't want to know these things. Like I, the universe puts them in my head because I'm so much I, better than all the rest of you. I I experience things and I retain them. Like like, like even when like I, I'm the football fan here, and I I forget like for some reason I, I we mentioned the the Super Bowl, and oh, Mo yeah. over there is like oh yeah Mahomes you know surprisingly that that he was that he was drafted number. Number ten over that over Trubisky who went to Chicago and they didn't do shit for you. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you're well, not. What the, I was you're... talked about was that the opposite team didn't look out for him coming back after the third quarter. Like he's been doing that all season. Like they should have taken him out. They should have played dirty and taken him out. But you know that that's that's old news. I was actually yelling about the coronavirus to my family and my in laws. During the Super Bowl, because everybody's all like, yeah, this is great. I'm like, no, no, no. There's a virus on the way. It's already here. It's already in L.A. But nobody listened. I'm just saying, me and you need to be having that conversation. And yet, it doesn't happen because yeah. if I say something, hey. you, you mock me and make a dick joke. You want to do a sport <laughs> now? Like, oh, well, we can't because, you know, that went the way of D.C. Yeah, there's no no more sports. I'm so happy. I, I agree. Mo, Moses is the 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 uh, depressing one. You're right. The 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 sad thing is that uh, the XFL is just just getting traction. <laughs> what? That's and then it died again. Why are you Why are you doing this fake news thing again? No one cares about the XFL. No, the XFL was, was watching, starting. Man. Yeah, it was starting to do good because it was football. But aren't you happy that it didn't do good? Because didn't Trump hate XFL? No, Trump. He, he's friends with time. McMahon. He wouldn't hate it. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, he he just didn't talk about but it because everybody day, thought it was now. stupid. No, he's not friends. With Come Trump. on, man. Yeah, well, he Linda McMahon is one of his cabinet people. She she yeah, runs no, a I'm small business thing. Not, I don't know that he's invested now. Oh no, he's not invested. No, but it, it's it's uh it's XFL is football for extra racist people. <laughs> So the XFL was start this time was starting to pick up steam. It was I mean it wasn't huge, but it was Listen, not bad. And you then, don't, and you then don't the season's canceled. Tell anybody it wasn't huge, Oz. No one thinks it was huge. I have well, to tell you because you're, you don't. You're know. all saying it wrong. You're saying it. It was huge. <laughs> no, no one thinks that. The, the numbers were getting more bigly by the week. I, I listen. If you're saying that the the XFL had more traction now than it did in what was that 2006? Is that what we're talking about? Or Something. I don't even know when. It was like 2002. Okay. What? It was like 2000 or 99 okay. at the Dude, at the earliest. Way. I'm just saying, like, e no matter what year you pick, it doesn't matter because it's like so. Like, yeah, it makes sense that the XFL would have a larger following today than whatever year it launched when things were much more, like, consolidated. Like, 
like anything can get a following in this day and age. Well, it's like, not everything about niches. It, it's not just a, a following. The I watched a couple of games and the product itself was better. Like it, it was okay. it, it was actual football this time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I the just, first time I around, guess, it was like wrestling. Like, they gave not storylines, but they, they tried to get it was like a reality show where they would edit like the conversations in the locker room to yeah. like add to the game. Yeah, and this, it, in this time, it's none of that nonsense. And the, the action on the field was better than the last time, too. You know, the, the last time it was, it, it felt like, uh, like when uh, Al Bundy gets his team together to play the, to play yeah. like the real football players, that that's what it felt yeah. like. This this like, time I, it was a lot better. It's still, I mean, it's still a bunch of guys that weren't good enough to make it in the NFL. Like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sugarcoat that. Right, but it, right. It, it, it was better, and I think it had a shot well, until it got canceled because of of all this. Well, what I will say to you is this, and, and this is definitely my uneducated sports person opinion, but I do feel like. Let's say XFL got as many people watching it as, like, Major League Baseball, right? At the end of the day, nobody's going to be like, oh, well, there's this many people watching it, and so that makes it legitimate. All they're going to say is it doesn't have as many people watching it as football. Right, but that's why they don't... there's not as many people watching it as basketball. But that's They're not going to be like, oh... It's a success because as many people watch it as baseball, they're going to compare it to football. Right, but that's so why they don't. They don't it's going to always fail. Football, huh? Yeah, but that's why they don't. Com- that's why they play their season when real football is over. I, I'm not saying yeah, it was going to take over the the NFL. I'm just saying it no. was something that looks like it was going to do decent. Yeah, maybe. Maybe and, you know you could you could be right. I, I mean, mean it's like you you got UFC. That's your big dog. Then there's Strike Force. Strike Force is never going to be UFC, but it's something that's there and it's popular and it makes money. And all really for a business, that's all McMahon cares is it doesn't make me some money. He doesn't need to beat the the, the NFL. Hell, he I think he'd be happy if he gets the players that don't get drafted to the NFL. And then those players prove themselves on his field, and then go to the NFL. I think he'd be fine with that. You know, if, if the XFL became like I the heard farm there was league. a couple players already got into the NFL from XFL. Yeah, I I think he'd be happy if his product was the farm league for the professionals, and and he's making money. That's all that, that that's all it's going to boil down to is does this product make him money? It looked like it was going this way. And then, well, now you got to stop. And you stop midseason. I don't see them being able to bring it back next year or finish the season. I think, I think this shot is gone. Yeah, so but the the season's I, dead. I guess I the, the difference. I love how we we went to football talk on Fantastic Forum. This is how you know <laughs> we're doing way too many shows this week because normally I'd be pissed. <laughs> Hilarious. I like that you started it. I think the big difference, though, is that Strike Force got bought by UFC. If NFL bought XFL, then it'd be different. And it's something that could have happened if it was becoming slightly successful. Mm, That's the thing. This was was their first season back. 
You know, and they, yeah, they, but they only got halfway through it. They got to like week four or five out of out of like nine or ten. I I I feel like it's easy for us to say like, oh man, it looked like it was gonna do okay when the season gets preempted. Well, yeah, because we saw I saw it building speed. I'm the one that was actually watching it, and I was actually seeing people what people thought about it. I saw it picking up steam. Okay. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I could have been, I could be completely wrong. I'm just saying I saw them picking up steam and I saw that they could have made it. Just made it. I'm not, I don't know why you seem to think that me saying the XFL was doing good is the same as me saying, fuck the NFL. They're going to, they're going to, they're not even going to be there next season if the XFL, no, you know. No, that, one, no one said anything about that's that. That's kind of how you make look, it seem. Because no. I'm talking to, hey, look, the XFL, they, they were doing better this time than the first time around. And your response is, well, they're never going to be the, the NFL. I didn't say jack shit no, no, about that, the NFL. My, my response was actually things this time around are easier to get an audience than back in the day when they first launched. No, that, you didn't, that was exp- you didn't explain your answer right. No, Heck, I, did we I ever totally get to you? Just like that. <laughs> Heck, did we ever get to you? Where are you calling? What do you want? <laughs> I don't know anymore, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm quarantining Heck, now. Heck, Heck called in to talk about Black Clover episode 137. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm all about the Black Clover. Like, Heck called in to talk about Lord of Gore, number one. I, I'm here to talk about Upgrade, but you guys are past that. Upgrade. Oh, see, there it is. Like, <laughs> Oz wouldn't let us talk about Upgrade because he hates it so much. It's terrible. I'm going to make a drink. I don't know what the fuck you if you're waiting for me to say something. <laughs> I I thought he was going to push a button, but he didn't. He was just like, he was so incensed. He was like, ah. <laughs> I shouldn't make another drink, but I'm going to. Look, I look, I don't know what y'all have been doing. I've been I've been drinking since before the show started. No, I, I mean I was drinking too. That's why I shouldn't. But oh, uh, no. keep it keep it going. I actually went out and then got an allergy attack and I thought I had the Rona. <laughs> I had a mini panic attack for a little bit. No, wait. Where did you Literally. go? Well, I told you I went to the shop to get some stuff I had. Oh Emily is making masks for people for you know the COVID nine. Oh, so nice. We she has a lot of material and she has a sewing machine. So I don't know. You might hear it in the background in the archive because she's been sewing while I'm doing the show. So I, I switched to a, a, a different mic and a different soundboard that I kind of. I don't think we've heard me. it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy. We I tested it before. I told her just do your thing, you know. And uh, she made one for me that I'm gonna model on Instagram tomorrow. And then uh, we we went to Joanne's to get more fabric because. You know, it's we want specific fabrics that could be reusable. That's not but available now, uh, at Michaels. Well, Michaels, Michaels is, don't have fabric in, in California. Michaels is closed. Like they just are they? they, they yeah, they're closed here. Must be nice. Yeah. Wait, how, how are they not essential here, but they're essential where Hect is in Nevada? Well, in our case, uh, yeah, we'll Nevada. Nevada. Oh, I'm sorry. Where are you, Hect? Arizona. Arizona. You see how much he cares about our listeners? He's in Tucson, where the guy that drank the Drano was. (laughs) Wait, was that legit? I think, yeah. He he drank drank, uh, the 
fish tank cleaner that he used for his koi pond. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Okay. And it's in Tucson. Like I, he, you know, he. Uh, <laughs> when I looked it up, I'm like, man, he's straight up. <laughs> That's Tucson. It's not, it's not fish tank cleaner, right? That, yeah. Well, well, he is. had he had the ingredient, so he's like, oh, I'll take it. Right. But, it's the ingredient, and they use it for fish, but it's not yeah. for cleaner. It is no fish tank cleaner. That's literally what it, what yeah. he drank. Yeah, but the thing I hope is, it was it, nobody I knew. My my issue with it is that you know the the supreme leader the 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 Fuhrer, uh says it, you know it's a game changer when it's scientifically it's only proven to show encouraging results in the small batch testing, but those results don't outweigh the side effects. So that's why they don't want to really like push it. But right. the malaria medicine and the other thing, I it, forget it, what it yeah. was. Yeah. It, it, it's chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine, which are both in malaria medicines. And it, even in Africa, somebody used it for malaria and still died from the side effects. So, it, it, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, that that what the scientists right. say well, one thing, it, and a, then he goes on and uses his monosyllabic uh, words and adds superlatives because those are only polysyllabic words he knows, and then his base thinks it's okay. Right. Well, I mean, he's talking about what is a prescription drug, and if you're taking a prescription hey. drug that wasn't prescribed to you, and hey. dude wasn't even sick, it's not like he had corona. Then that's kind of a you problem. That's not a him problem. Well, but the he doesn't is, know if he has here, corona or not because there's no test. No, no. He said he he felt fine. The guy that that, no. that, that drank you that can shit. You feel fine and have corona. Like he didn't. He didn't have it. He said he didn't have it. It was a a preventative measure. Know? His wife, fool. Well, his wife said not to trust Trump. His wife gave it to him. Yeah, and that now she says not to trust Trump. Because well, he drank fish tank cleaner. Yeah, because they went on his words. Look, they, he I, said game changer. I don't care. When he should said it needs more testing. It does, look, it doesn't matter if a drug is like literally the miracle drug that cures everything. If it's a prescription drug, don't take shit that's not prescribed to you. People look, should know oh, that. I mean, half that, his that's base. true, Oz, but then at the same time, it's like. But half if, his base if, is taking things that aren't prescribed to them. Like, but it's like, a, why even say anything at all if you don't have to? Like you can actually, you can trace the amount of opioid addiction and his base. Oh well, ex- well, sorry if the man is trying to give a nation hope. No, that, look, that, that, there's, a, hope. that he, there's a light at the end the of the tunnel. When they asked him what he wanted to tell the people for for being scared, no, it, and I he ragged on the guy. With, I I disagree with that heck myself because I actually watched that for one thing, and he didn't rag on him that much. He he actually re- he answered a question with a question asking why does the press have to sensationalize it so much? And no, at the time, no, no, was, that's not what happened. That's what happened. Yeah, that's that was what happened. happened. No, he what yeah, he said it was. was he was like, "What would you tell the people that are at home and scared?" Which right. is, is is normally a softball question, and the yeah. president is is able to like talk about you know basically be the president and reassure people. Right. And instead, he, he got defensive. And what right. he said was, I would tell the people, you're a bad reporter. No, that's not that, what he said. That, no, yes, that's exactly what he said. No, that's not what he said. That dude. He said, that, he started that, off by saying that's, first. that's now, a nasty question. Say afterwards, don't sensationalize. 
But the first thing he said was, you're a bad reporter. I mean, he is a bad reporter. I read his no, show. No, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not a bad reporter. That's the, that is a, a, a textbook question that every reporter asks during a crisis. And because President Trump is such a, a friggin' small and insecure person, he took it as an attack. They asked the same question to Mike Pence 45 minutes later, and guess what he sounded like? The president said, of the United States. Yeah, he said to pray. Right. He was like, we're going to be okay. And it's like, why? Why? Like, he said that literally standing next to the president of the United States. It was like, why doesn't the president of the United States know that that's how you're supposed to answer that question, but well, the vice president does? I, I actually have it a high authority that <laughs> he listens in the briefings um, and then once he's in front of the mic, he feels like he has to entertain and uh, reassure and but he, he gets he gets the nation crossed with his base. So he essentially just start, starts talking to his base. So everything yeah. they told him, everybody's like, no, like, that's not it. Like, you know, like, I mean, we just if told you're telling me that, that Donald Trump gets confused about things, that that's not news to me. I believe yeah. that. I no, believe I'm, that. But, I'm not but saying all I'm saying is, it's not like it's not like the dude asked a crazy question or I'm something that was like his confusion, like his answers of confusion. His base takes as literal. You know what I mean? And then right. they drink Reno. Right. Right. Which is the problem. That's yeah. the problem. It's so, like Donald Oz, Trump has, write, has yet to learn like, I, that what he says matters, if, right? Because you, he's the president of the United States. Like people are going to be like, "Oh, well, he said it, so that must be true." Because that's how we—that's what we think in America. We we think, well, if the president says it, it's true. Now, some of us have come to the conclusion at this point where it's like, well, with this president, that might not be the case. But some people. Well, I always uh, wait for the interpreter, like, because you uh, always have somebody that's actually qualified to speak publicly and interpret what he says to be like, no, that that what he just said, forget about it. Here's what it is. And uh, but that, that that list is getting little like smaller and smaller every yeah. briefing. No, dude, he sidelined the friggin' the friggin' medical expert for like a day. Yeah. And and don't get me wrong. I guess that's I should say that's unsubstantiated. I don't know that he actually sidelined the guy. Well, he's not there. What? Say what? Like he hasn't been there, right? Is he not? Well, there? he he wasn't there yesterday. Okay. He did show up today, but there were so many people that made a big a major point of the fact that he wasn't there yesterday. That it's like if he did sideline him yesterday, he might be like, oh well, maybe we need him back today. But maybe not. I don't know. For all we know, the guy could have been... All I know is if, if you really want to hear a medical expert without having to, to like clarify something for somebody and just speak as a medical expert, yesterday's episode of the Howard Stern Show had Dr. Agus on. And Dr. Agus is a guy that I trust wholeheartedly. Like If he says it, I'll, I'll do it. Now, I haven't heard what he said yesterday because I was busy doing my own show. So, but I will listen to. So, get your trial for serious and and get that. Listen to that, Doctor Agus. 
on the Howard Stern show. I've never heard Dr. Hagis. Dr. Hagis is is uh he wrote a book called the the guide to a longer life and then who wants to live longer? Wait, well, is that the book about the blue zones? No, I don't think that's it. Oh, blue but zones. But it might <clears throat> the fuck is the blue zone is that like like a g-spot i don't know about that's where sonic hangs out no no none of that no blue zones blue (laughs) zone that's hilarious no blue zones are parts of the world where uh people live uh extraordinarily long lives that's about doing it here in the u.s (laughs) it's what it's about doing it here in the u.s like he's not trying to get their habits he's telling you from his own research and and I like this guy because they ask him they ask him about stuff and he just like if he doesn't know he doesn't try to make up an answer he just says look there's not enough data to support that I haven't seen enough data to support that or look, that's the way things should go man it's like yeah. it's it's unfortunate that especially in our political world where I don't know is not yeah. an acceptable answer and well, he they asked him once because you know somebody was like, well, you, you know, I drink every day, and he goes, well, how much do you drink? He goes, I have two beers every day. And he says, okay, your bo- the human body is a, a organism that's designed for habit. So if that's your habit, your body will adapt to that. But if you end up binge drinking while you're doing two drinks a day, there's going to be a problem. But to be safe, why don't you just give your day forty eight hours of rest? Period. And then continue your habit because it's your body's going to know the habit. Just don't overdo it any one of those days and then give it rest for two days. You know, like mm-hmm. he has a sensible approach to a lot of things. Even um, he's one of the guys that, um, excuse me one second, I got a cough. That's the Corona. Yeah. <laughs> My corona. Um, All right. oh. But one of the things was uh, like, you know, Robin on the Howard Stern show had endometrial cancer. She had a tumor the size of, of a grapefruit. And Howard pretty much put a team together to like to say, hey, cure them. And then he put him as a consultant for that team and said, and one of the things that they weren't like getting was like how to how to deal with it. And he said, why don't you look at the DNA of the actual tumor? Like treat it as another life form and look at its DNA uh, sequencing and see where you could find a weakness. And they found out that it had a weakness towards uh, aspirin. So it's like, why don't you attack it with aspirin to shrink it so that then you can um, cut it out. And, you know, they still have to open her up a lot, but they saved their fucking life. Yeah. And not that endometrial cancer is one of those that you never come back. Like you go into the hospital, that you're done, and they they were able to do that. And even when Howard Stern had his problem, he had a high white, white blood cell, and the first thing he did is like he called Doctor Agus. Doctor Agus, hey, well, they're telling me this. He goes, well, have them check your mercury levels in your blood, you know, because Howard doesn't eat meat; he only eats fish and vegetables, and he he was eating too much fish. So they, they got his mercury levels down, but when they got the mercury levels down, it had actually done damage to his kidneys, so they had to take something out. But they would only have seen that if they would have taken his mercury levels down instead of just blasting him with chemo like his doctor wanted to, you know? 
But yeah, listen to Dr. Agus. That's all I got to say. The end. It, this this Wednesday night show sounds more like a morning show. <laughs> like we talk <laughs> sports, we talk politics, we talk health. Like Dr. Oz ain't got nothing on us. Look, hey, so, look, we talked about why Oz hates upgrade, all that. So all the Michaels in California are closed? That's what it looked like. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, it looks we, like we, so, so, we sorry to diverge here. from uh, what you're saying. What was that? We decided Michael's not essential here. Fair but, enough. Uh, I your, need to talk to case, some people. Your cases in Arizona are a little different than the ones here. Like we have a lot more, and they were rising quick. You guys got it first and had to deal with it quickly. We haven't even started really. We got it maybe. Two weeks ago, uh huh, in Tucson. But the numbers, the numbers are a lot lower there than here, so far. Yeah, so because everybody I, I, said, "Hey, stay home," and yeah. stupid ass people keep going to Michaels. Yeah, and look, heck, don't be don't be surprised if in two weeks they tell you to stay home too. Shit, I look. Tomorrow's my last day. Michael's isn't closed, but tomorrow's my last day. You're quitting, or you're no? I'm, I'm. I told him I'm. I'm not coming back till this is over. Oh. I'm not risking it. That's actually yeah. pretty smart, Hecht. I think you're. I think you're right for that. Yeah. And what did they say about that? They were like, "Okay, right?" Yeah, pretty much. They said, "Yeah, if if you I don't want to work, you. you're good." Because I've been working the past two weeks, knowing there was already something in Phoenix, and yeah. I knew it was just a matter of time. And time is now. Yeah. Look, I think I think you're getting ahead of the curve, Heck. Smart I try. move. Listen, and, and you know you're gonna get that that uh, stimulus check as long as the president signs <laughs> it. Which he will. You got jokes, Mayor. Got jokes. Oh, are you not getting a stimulus check? Look, I I I have no faith in that until it's in my hand. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, and I'm not mad at that. Like it it passed Congress. All the president has to do is sign it, which I don't yeah. think. Well, it, it passed the Senate. Let's see what happens in the House. Yeah, the House. Oh, is, oh you think? It, oh, I know it got to she, go back to reconciliation. She, she, she already, you got to worry. You got to worry about the turtle. She already got to worry about Trump. Well, the the turtle we just said already passed it because he's in the Senate. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But that, that's a bill that he made. So what's in it? Well, you know it's, the I mean? same, it's the same. The, as the, the issue one. was that the 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 people in the Democrats in the Senate were like, "We're not going to let it go through with all this." And and there was some, there was some no, concessions well, hold made. On, hold on. No, 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 no. The Republicans said, told the Democrats, "You ain't adding all this shit. Why are we giving millions of dollars to the JFK uh, Performing Arts Center? What what does that have to do with 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 what's Oz, going on here? Really, we're going to do this right now? Really?" Well, look, I'm just correcting your false information. You're not cor- look. The concessions that were made were in regards to the friggin' slush fund, right? But the original wasn't that the, a completely the, separate thing, though. The, the original no, reason, the original reason it was halted, like, the original reason it was halted by the Democrats was shit like that that was added to it. Stuff about about the upcoming election that has nothing to do with with what this bill was designed for. 
you well, forget so, other stuff too. Like it was gonna benefit corporations more than the well, actual but, people. But here's too. the whole thing. Like you can't have it both ways, Oz. You can't say it was halted by Democrats, but the Republicans are saying, "Well, hey, this thing that you added can't be a part of it." It's it's halted by Republicans, then, right? No, it was halted. It was halted by Democrats who who um, voted against it until they added these other things. They said, "We're not going to pass this one. If you want to pass it, you have to add these things." And that's where. Now they have to go back and and redo it. Okay, so so then the things that so, were added, so are there, there were there were two there, there there were two versions that that didn't pass because the Democrats wanted to add stuff. Uh, what the the, the, the latest the latest version? I haven't I haven't had a chance to go through it. From what I've been reading, okay. it's a lot closer to the original version that should have so, passed so, days ago. So then, so then. Am, Am I the fake news for telling you why it, it did pass? Or are you the fake news for telling us why it didn't pass the last time? I think you're the fake news for changing the headline three I'm times. I'm not changing the headline. I'm just saying you're, you're trying to talk to me about stuff that isn't in the bill. I'm telling you it passed because of this that is in the bill. And you're telling me I'm wrong. All I know is that in the current one, I actually can get unemployment. Right. And all I know is in all versions, I get nothing. In in all versions, I get nothing. So what the fuck do I care? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You essential people are stupid. Wait, why do you get nothing? I don't qualify. Yeah. He's working. Yeah. But but, but by the way, I I don't know. Look, I, I don't know which side. Did this provision? I don't know if it was Democrats. I don't know if it's Republicans, but it bothers me that some of the money that people are getting. I think if you make less than seventy-five thousand, you, you're going to get money or more than seventy-five thousand. Sorry, the money you get is technically a loan that you're going to have to pay back. But the, no, the, what, no, no, no. Well, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. What bothers me is not necessarily that. It's that it's based on last year's income tax. When last year, this year's income tax is not going to be what last year's was because if you made let's say eighty thousand last year, you're not going to make eighty thousand this year, but you would still have to repay that money. That bugs no, me. But that, it, that should that should it, be based no, on no, this year. You don't, no, you don't have to repay the money. It no, it, but even even the way he's looking at this year versus last year, this year's income tax is the one that you filed in January. You didn't, which you made last who year. Who files the income tax in January? Well, I did. Whoever has not, the W two. That, that's not what I mean. This 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 money, the the provisions like the the cutoffs and all that, is based on what you filed for twenty nineteen for twenty eighteen. no twenty nineteen. Yeah, right. Last right. year, which makes yeah, sense because right. tax day is until April. Right. Well, July now. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, tax day wouldn't normally be till April, which is in the future. Yeah. So, you so can't, why would we? Why would we base it on this year's taxes? Yeah, can't base it if well, the tax day if, hasn't come. It, if, although, although Larry, me, they actually base it like I have to pay this year, uh, based on what I'm like. I don't even know what I'm gonna make, but I have to predict what I'm gonna make, and I have to pay accordingly. 
I mean, but Bo, that's that's not like that's not unfair too. Like, let me just it's not it's not unfair in the sense that like if you don't have twenty nineteen taxes, you can use twenty eighteen taxes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, that's how it works. <laughs> if you don't have twenty nineteen taxes, have. yeah, huh? If I don't have, but I have. Well, but okay, but okay, so you filed taxes in twenty nineteen. That's what they're going to base it on. Like that's right. not the government's fault. That's what you did, right? It's the government's fault. It's still <laughs> like no. No one made you file taxes in 2019. Like you could have not done it. Oh, it should, they it, well, did. It, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter if you filed it or not, because no, your your W two is not going to change. How much money well, you made last I, year is not going to change. It depends on what you what you did in 2019 versus 2018. Yeah. Good. Excuse me. Like you can't you can't mess around and be mad at the government because they're like it's not like they're like putting you in some kind of like crazy situation they're like we're gonna base it on your 2019 taxes and they're like if you don't have 2019 taxes we'll base it on your 2018 taxes so it's just a matter of whether you file taxes or not if you didn't file taxes like you should have filed taxes in 2019 but if you didn't we'll base it on 2018 and if that makes it better or worse for you that's because you didn't file taxes in 2019 can I do 2017 no, if I didn't work no, in 18 or 19? Because you were supposed to file taxes. You're you're a citizen. <laughs> like, but if I'm like, not making money, well, yeah, theoretically, <laughs> made money and he, that's okay. Heck, if he was if unemployed, money, 2018. it's better for you. Nah, I was employed, but well, okay. For for argument's sake, but all I'm saying is I don't like I don't understand how like. Oz, how is this a bad thing for you? Like you, you're married. Like you have a couple, and I don't know. Like I know that the the like what you get for the married couple is we don't qualify. I looked at the numbers. I don't qualify. Oz, like you have to be making more than like. Okay, well, look. If you don't qualify, then you're doing all right, Oz. No, I'm I'm saying, um, I don't I I don't qualify, and I don't need it. So I don't well, mind. I, I, I don't personally I don't personally <laughs> mind. No, I'm saying I'm telling you something that in the policy that I disagree doesn't have to affect me. I can disagree with a policy that doesn't affect me at all, right? Is that is that not well, true? I mean you can, but why? Because it, fucking aff- because it affects why? other people. <laughs> if it doesn't affect you, then what are you complaining about? Oh, so if I think something is gonna impact uh, the the uh, people in the middle class heavily and is a negative for them is actually gonna gonna lower more middle class people into a lower income. That uh, I, I shouldn't say anything. I'm, I'm not saying you can't. Well, I'm asking. I'm like, honestly, what are you complaining about? If your government, the, your elected government, doesn't give a fuck, why should you? No, I mean, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying what? Like, I'm literally asking the question. Like, it's not gonna affect your lifestyle. Got it. What are you complaining about? I think I'm complaining about a policy that I think is going to hurt people. And I, yeah. and, and, and I started it what off with saying, policy? I don't know which side did this. So, look, it could, it could be the Republican side. It could be there. I don't know. It could have been both. He's, he's, preemptively angry. he's preemptively angry in case the Democrats did it. 
<laughs> What's the policy? Is what I'm asking you. What's the policy? Look, if it's hurting, if it's hurting people, and it's about money, I can take a guess. I'm not saying I'm right, no, but but what? But I'm what's taking the, a guess. What's the policy? What's the part of it that makes you angry, Oz? The policy is that, and I I have to see this new version. This is this, I was just reading this about a previous version. And so okay. I don't know. Maybe they changed it. So I I have not Here, read. Here's all the caveats. What's I, I the have policy? not read. Okay, the policy is if you make above seventy five thousand dollars, then the money that you get in the the Trump check or whatever you want to call it is actually a loan. It is not just money for you. It's a loan which will oh. have to which will have to be paid I, back. Now here and here's my problem. It here here's here's my specific problem is that. Whether it's a loan or not is based on what you made last year. But last year, we didn't have this. So if, if you made $75,000 a year last year, that's not what you're going to make this year. This year is the year that you need that money. And if you need it and use it, and you're going to have to pay it back, even though technically you won't you, – let's say you only make 40000 this year – lose your job or whatever this is the year that you need that money and you it it hurts you to have it, it's going to impact you more to have to pay that back well here's the devil's so the, advocate theoretically theoretically if you're making 75,000 a year you're in a good enough spot that you should have had some put away you know, you know how they tell you, oh, have some emergency hey, stuff put away, uh, six months' work. Heck, in Tucson, in L.A., totally different. 75000 well, in oh, L.A. Oh, is the not... The money changes between L.A. and Tucson. Okay. Here, St- stuff here, is more expensive thing, in, in L.A. Like, here's, here's the devil's advocate argument, though, is, is in the sense that, like, and, and I, I understand the point that you're making, Hecht, because I think that's valid, and I understand the point you're making, Oz, because I think that's valid, too. But the devil's advocate argument is we're not talking about like, okay, the year's a wash. We're talking about three months out of the year. So in in that particular scenario that you're talking about, Oz, which just just for the record, I don't think is is the actual bill that passed. But let's say that that is the case. If we're talking about you like taking a hit for like two or three months and you make $75,000 a year, and then you get this money, and it's a loan, which, really, we're not... We're, it's not a lot of money, like, right. because... But, but, Lawrence, see, don't forget, it's not that they're, that people are just going to make less money. Some people are going to lose their job completely and may end up getting a job that pays them a lot less. You know, I, I, I just think, if, you're, if, you're, if, if somebody makes, you know... $75,000 a year. And that's the cutoff where if you make above that, it's a loan. I'm fine with that, but let's wait till the end of the year to see what position that person is in. Because they might not have been able to find another job like that. They might have had to take some, some well, less. They, and, I, and then when they, when they file their 2020 taxes, just have a spot to say, how much money did you get from the government stimulus? And then that'll you know use some math to figure out how much money you made for the year, and then we decide okay, it, was it a loan, or did you did you need it? Do you still need it? That's it. Well, well, here's 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 the problem I have, Oz, is that I agree with like that sentiment is not 
a flawed sentiment. However, that's how you feel about someone who made 75000 last year but may not be making that this year. I feel like if you were talking about somebody that made $30,000 last year but may or may not be making $30,000 this year, you would feel different about it. You would talk to them about, well, why aren't they saving their money? Or why aren't they making the right choices with, you know, why they're spending their money on this versus that? And so, if somebody if somebody is making less with, than that cutoff point, then just give them the fucking money. Don't tax well, it at all. You say that right now because it supports what you're saying. But what I'm saying is, in the past, when it wasn't about people that were making more than sixty thousand dollars a year, that wasn't the argument. Like when when we were talking about like just like you know, regular like, you know. Uh, uh, social welfare benefits, people are like, well, what are they spending their money on? Everybody, Everybody's all like, well, everybody is like super, like when it comes to people that are like raising a family and they only make a certain amount of money, everybody wants to be all like basically scrutinizing what people are spending their money on and what they're not. People are like, oh, well, if you only make $30,000 a year, why do you have to buy alcohol? Why do you have to buy ice cream? Wait, why do I, you have to buy... Are you, wait, are you putting that on me? Because the only, well, I'm, the, I'm the only people... I'm putting everybody. Well, yeah, but we're, we're not talking about everybody. We're talking about me. In my, well, in my opinion, it, the only people I, that I've I, ever criticized... I, I, the only people that I've ever criticized for taking... From this show where I had to justify people spending their money on little social luxuries small things like ice cream or like because when the hell like, did i criticize like, somebody we're, buying we're ice about, cream huh when did i criticize somebody buying ice cream or or alcohol when did i criticize somebody buying alcohol as a like, purveyor when, when of the substance about, can you spend can you spend food stamps on a bottle of alcohol you can't spend food stamps on alcohol you can't Okay, but when the fuck did I talk about food? To? I'm talking about the, the current stimulus package. Why no, are we but, talking but about other shit? Is, you know, Lawrence, this is called deflection. 75 or more than $70,000. person that, that makes $70,000 is not somebody that's like, oh, are you hurt? It's like seven, a, a salary in America that's more than $70,000 is a healthy salary. Right, but if... They, if if they're not making that the next year, if they get if they lose yeah, their but, job and now they're making but, zero, let's put it this way: you had to go to North Dakota and then to butt fuck Illinois to to really feel like seventy thousand dollars a year is, is is something good because but, but, here in LA, that shit don't get you nowhere. Right, which well, I, I mentioned mean, that. Yes and no. I mean, if if you're making seventy thousand dollars in Los Angeles, you're not living like a king, of course, but you're getting by. And, and you're not getting a date. Well, yes or no. Here's the thing. It's like when you say getting a date, it's like, sure, maybe if you're making you're not making seventy thousand dollars at like twenty two, sure. But who's making seventy thousand dollars at twenty two? Like, you gotta put it in perspective. I feel like we've gone off track here. No, but not really, though. I, I talked about like, what one one policy 
uh, thing that we both agree may or may not be there because I, I, I haven't read the final, the final draft. I, I just talked about one provision in it, and now, now we're discussing the virtues of, of food stamp usage. Well, well here, here, okay, I'm sorry. You're right, Oz. Here's the, here, the final bill has nothing to do with paying anything back. Like it, they, they switched it, so it's like if you're making this amount of money, you get like they basically made it tiered. So it's kind of like I think it's something like you get like a certain amount of money if you're making less than sixty thousand, and then from sixty thousand, they're kind of like sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety, and you get money. It doesn't have to be paid back. I think if you're making more than like ninety nine, you get nothing. Which is, you know, more than fair. Where it's kind of like, if you're making nine, more than $90,000, you get no money. Right. Look, my only thing was, this is it. I, I'm not talking about society in general. I'm not about food stamps. I'm not talking about the cost of living here versus there. I'm just saying, if you're going to base whether something or not was a loan or just aid that you don't have to pay back, it should be based on how you, how how you end up in the year that you were affected, not the year before. But like, but that's like, unreasonable. If, if we, how is because that we're in March, right? So let's see, let's see how shit shakes out. You know, if <laughs> if, if like, we if, 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 you if we go if we go reason figure that out until. Lawrence, Lawrence, if we go by my taxes last year, I don't qualify for anything. Now, let's right. say because of, of the coronavirus. Well, are you getting paid overtime now? Hold on, hold on. Well, let me, fi let me finish. If we go by, by last year's taxes, I get nothing. Let's say as soon as this thing hit, I got fired because the, the place where I work closed. And now I can't find a job for, for months because nothing's open. And so at the end of the year... I made thirty thousand, which is probably fine for where I live to be okay, but that that stimulus would have helped. And now now you're you're basing what I got on last year when this is the year that I'm being affected. Why not just just see how the how the person is at the end of the year? If they if they were able to make whatever the cutoff is. Then it wasn't. Then it was a loan. If, but if they, Oz, if you they understand did. that we can't determine how much money you're supposed to get based on no, what you they, might they, make in the future, right? You understand that? Well, do you understand that whether whether if you do qualify for money, whether that money is a gift or a loan, should de should be determined by how it shakes out at the end of the year, as opposed to the year before. But how, about, that, how about that? Can I we agree on saying, that? For, forget about uh, how you qualify. Let's just say this person qualifies, whatever they get. Is it a loan or is it a gift? Should that be based on what they made the year before or the year that they actually got affected? I, th I think that the, the beef that you have should be more with the company that you work for versus the government. Like you're asking the government to be able to predict what's going to happen to you in the future. No, they don't have to predict yes. shit. 
They, That's exactly what you're doing. No, they don't have to predict anything because I'm going to fill out paperwork and I'm going to tell them how I did. And then they no, can say, and then they're going to send you the check in a month. Right. And then when I say how I did at the end of the year, I either pay it back or I don't based on how I did. So, so you're saying send everybody the most money they could send. Yes. See, that's that's some bull because it's like you wouldn't feel that way if we were talking about poor people. I am talking about poor people. No, you're not. You're talking about you. No, you're talking about. I'm oh, not talking I about me because I wouldn't get anything year than I did way. this year. Not only is he talking about him, he's talking about hypothetical him. Right. Exactly. That's like like if I was having this same conversation about. Like, Oh, you need to make you sure that we pay homeless uh, people this amount uh, of money because we don't know if they're going to have housing at the end of the year or not. Uh, You'd be like, uh, why is that my problem? You realize the way that you're thinking and, and thinking about what could happen, you know, trying to empathize is exactly what your elected Fuhrer doesn't do? <laughs> I look, so you guys don't care about new, new poor people. You only care about old poor people. No, okay, but that's, that's fine. That's, like, we cared about old poor people, and you all said no. Like so I want why, the why? because because you could potentially be the new poor person. We're supposed to change everything now. Guess what? Because it could be too. you. I'm new poor too. Nobody gives a fuck about me until right now, maybe. But but that's the whole thing where it's like, don't you understand how like how hypocritical that is? Because we were having this conversation in a in a time where you were uns where you were certain about your job. You'd be like, why should I do this? But because you could be a part of that group, you're like, well, we should do this because I could be impacted. If, Not if, because you are. If the stimulus package is to help people that are being affected by the everything shutdown. But you're talking about helping people that are affected in the future, potentially. Not in the future, right now. Well, but you don't know right now. You have a job right now. I'm not talking about me. You are. You just said you were talking about you. I'm not talking about me. Oh, oh, so now you're switching it. So who are you talking about? Name them by name. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. But just like literally you sure two minutes ago, you were talking about you. Yeah. But you now you're sure not talking fuck? about you. You're sure as fuck well, not no, talking about he wasn't talking about himself. You're talking yeah. about you or you're not talking about you? I started off not talking about me, but you keep deflecting to me. Oh, I don't, I'm not deflected to you. I'm the one telling you that you're changing your position based on the fact that you're scared that it could be you. And that's what I'm what, saying is what? Hold on, hold on, Lawrence, Lawrence, Lawrence. What position am I changing? Hold on. What position am I changing? What was my original position, position that the I'm position changing? You're changing is that you're saying, well, it shouldn't be about what I made last year. It should be what I made, what I might be making this what, year. What? What? What should not? What should not be? Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. That I made last year. What should not be based? That was your point, what, right? What? What? No? What shouldn't be based on what I made last year as opposed to this year? What do you think I you, said should not be based? What you said was the amount of money I get. Not the amount of money. No, it wasn't the amount of money. What are you talking about then. It, it was whether or not it's a loan or a gift. But whether it needs to be paid back. That that has nothing to do with the amount. It does well, have to do with the amount. I think here the part of the problem is that people perceive it as a gift, but it's not a gift. It's money that we've all paid into already. The exactly. government doesn't, well, yeah, that, the look, that, doesn't work with money they're making for us. 
It's money that they've taken from us already. Right. Exactly. I I completely agree with that. It okay. should it should have been a tax cut. So don't say it a gift. Because okay. it's not a gift. Either either way, Oz, you're basically saying like, okay, <clears throat> like we we can go on this premise, which again I'm gonna say is not the case, because as far as I know, there's no no one as far as I know that has to pay it back. They 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 basically made it so that the amount of money you get is in regards to how much money you made whether it be individually or as a family but okay but let's go into the premise that we're talking about it being a loan or not you're basically saying whether it should be a loan or not should not be based on what i made last year it should be made based on what i may or may not make this year Right. And you're saying that should be settled up at the end of the year. But what I'm saying to you is if you were certain about what your financial future would be, you would probably be saying, why are we giving all these people all this money? All these random people. But because you're uncertain, you're like, well, why can't we give everybody this amount of money and figure it out at the end of the year? That's what I'm saying is the change of position. I, I I don't agree with that. So you feel like whether you were certain about your financial future or not, you would feel like everyone should get the same amount. Not the same amount. My problem is whether it's a loan or not, whether it has to be paid back or not. Well, but, I, but here's the thing, Oz. If, so so you're saying, okay, so you'll be fine with everyone getting the same amount. But you're you're like it doesn't I mean, matter in your mind if you're if you were certain about your financial future you wouldn't care whether it was a loan or a gift and we could figure that out at the end of the year. Hold on, that question was a little weird. No, it's not weird. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. You're you're basically I'm saying, saying, I'm saying look, everyone gets the same amount, but whether you have to pay it back or not is determined at the end of the year when we all figure out how much we actually did make or didn't make. Right, and because. Let's say let's say there's a, a family somewhere that's making a certain amount. That would mean they have to pay it back. Now, no, that now I whatever that, whatever company what that you is is you feel like you would feel that same way if you knew you were gonna be making a lot of money or the same amount of money you made last year as this year. Yes. I don't believe you. I know I'm gonna be making the same amount of money. The same amount of money I did last year, this year, I know that for a fact. So then, what what are you complaining about? A policy that I think is going to affect a lot of people that don't get back on their feet. Am I not allowed Who? to I, name I, them? <laughs> I guess it doesn't have to be name them, but it's just kind of like name I them. Mean, Give me their addresses. I'll make it not matter. It's so like who, I guess what I'm saying to you is this: is like so you're talking about. We're talking about, oh, man, I'm worried about the guy that made more than $75,000 last year, but he may or may not make $75,000 this year because he was out of work for two and a half months. Right. It's going to hurt him more to have to pay back a loan at the end of the year than the person that only makes 30000 Well, they won't have to pay it back. Yeah, but they're only getting like twelve hundred bucks. 
well, we're not talking about the amounts. I'm talking about whether it needs to be paid back or not. But that's the the amount of money you have to pay back is significant. It's not like we're talking about sixty thousand dollars. We're right, talking about the person getting thir- the person get the person making thirty grand doesn't pay it back. So they're not even in right. the discussion. They're gonna but get the, the person, money. The they're gonna get their money back. Thousand last year is probably gonna make fifty thousand this year. And that's so how you know make- Oz, that's how you know Oz doesn't give doesn't make seventy five thousand because if you make seventy five thousand in butt fuck Illinois, like you don't yeah. give a f- yeah. I'm just saying, like if if but, they make fifty thousand this year and they have to pay back twelve hundred bucks, that's not a lot of money. Especially because it's like no interest and spread over time. I'm just saying, I don't make $75,000 a year. If somebody was like, hey, I need you to pay me $1,200, I might be like, well, can I split it in two payments? <laughs> Dang, you're but making money I'm like not, that? I'm not going to be like, well, my financial future is done. I'm going to be like, well... That's how I got out of jail time. <laughs> right. It's like... It's like $1,200 is not a lot of money in that regard. I mean, I'm, well, I'm not saying like $1,200 is a lot of money. What I'm yeah. saying is $1,200 is not a lot of money if you make 75000 like, a year. That's like one awesome white cover. Because <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't make that, but I'm not going to be like, oh, well, my, my life, my financial future is over because I have to pay a $12,000. I'm sorry, a twelve. Hundred dollar payment. It's like it doesn't mean your financial future is over, but it's still an, an undue burden. No, is it not? It's not a burden. Oz, it's not a burden Oz, for you. Oz, you probably make more money than I do. Okay, we're you're not talking me, about me. You're telling me why if, you keep pointing you it had, at me? If you had a, a if you had like say a, a medical bill that was twelve hundred dollars, you couldn't pay it. We're not talking about me. Look, I, we, I'm telling you right now. You make anybody... you make more you make more than fifty thousand dollars a year. If you if you made fifty five thousand dollars a year, you couldn't pay twelve hundred dollars. Not when I back? lived in LA, because there was a point where I was making fifty six a year, and no, a twelve hundred dollar medical bill would have hurt me. Yeah, I, I understand that, but. Dude. It would still been like it could have been manageable. Like there, there's things out there to help you, but you got to search out. I, I get Oz in that respect, but he's not there now, and he's not going to be there in the future. I'm just like I, I live like, in LA. Hypothetically, hypothetically he's not going to deal with that. Yeah, you know? I, I I live in LA, and I'm just I, saying I, uh, again. Like, I wasn't talking you're about talking me. Crazy. I was I was talking about a bill that I think would hurt people. Affected, affected by the shutdown, I didn't think I didn't think we'd get into like a thirty-minute political conversation here. I just said, "Hey, look, this is a policy that I disagree with." Who's scolding who now? <laughs> I don't even know anymore, to be honest. I think it's Jay. Jay is out of line. Heck, he what the fuck did you Jay. want? Did you ever get to your topic? No, Jay, Jay needs to be oh. more, more. Jay needs to be more caring about the little man. He's a monster. Jay just beat off like 15 times agreeing with us. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're right. The blacks. 
I'm glad I could ignite you all with laughter. One of the blacks. One of them almost coughed on me the other day. <laughs> wait, wait. First of all, I don't like the way you said one of them. That's how you get the <laughs> Ebola. That's number one. One. Of, one of those people. Right. Exactly. Like the like the way that you messed around and like put us all in a set like we're not people that we're like friggin' little like I feel like we're like those little figurines that old people collect. It's like. <laughs> We're not. We're real people, Jay. Stop that, it. That makes you priceless. We're not, we're not. We're not a Hummel, Jay. I'm not a Hummel. I'm a black man. <laughs> and you, Coffin, like, Jay. I'm a Hummel to Jay. Jay's like, oh, like mi- middle aged nerd Hummel. That's a compliment. Hummels are priceless. <laughs> Only if you get the right ones. Maybe you're the right one. Do you not consider yourself the right one? I, I don't consider myself the right one, no. Damn, it's getting all psychological now. Yeah. I'm not off- trying to inner reflect. I'm the off brand humble. People I'm not even dollar store. I'm name brand. People come to us to forget about being a humble. <laughs> I don't even know what a humble is. Me neither, but it sounded right when I said it. It's because you don't if watch you had, enough. If you had South said Park. a Funko Pop, I would have got it. Or no, better no, call see. Saul. A what? Better call Saul. There you go. It's a good better call Saul, that. South Park. All that. All that. Listen, the funny part is that Hummels are like are are like pops for old people. But the difference being, because of course we're talking about old people here, is like like the most worthless Hummel. Is like worth a lot less than any pop, but but the most expensive humble is like probably like eight, nine, fifteen times worth the most like, expensive pop. Heck, do you, do you ever remember visiting your 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 grandparents' house and they were little like figurines, like probably porcelain? Oh, that that's a humble. I just watched a show about a heist with those. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure that they probably use different brands for that, but generally, that that's what a Hummel is, is something like that. I remember my Nana had some stuff, but everybody, everybody's Nana had some stuff. Maybe not specifically Hummel, but some kind of porcelain thing or or crystal collection, some tiny little figurine, and that's old people pops. There it is. Right like, when you're before the action figure. When you're grandkid, no, you don't have kids. When, it's like my McFarlane <laughs> figures. Yeah, like right. Hex pops. Like when when I I don't know whatever young people. Like, it, you have a sister, right? When nope. your when your grand nephews show up to 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 grand uncle Hex house and see the collection of pops, it, it that's gonna be their generation's hummel. Back in my day, we made bad decisions with money. Look, back in everybody's day, they make bad decisions. Right. Like, that's... Like, a humble is basically a bad decision with money. <laughs> Just as bad as a pop, even though it doesn't feel that way when we when we buy them. And I'm I, glad. I, I feel we... like it's, wor- it's worse than a pop. I'm just glad Lawrence and I finally agree on something and we can move on. Before he realizes that he's not disagreeing with me anymore and, and starts it up <laughs> again. Humbles you know are the salt of the earth. 
you know what I love <laughs> that it, it it's only Wednesday and we've done like over like two hundred hours of <laughs> two hundred minutes of show. I don't know if like, I want to count this show. I mean, like like I said, we spent like forty five minutes on political shit that nobody cares about. And oh, I, I, I started on, this show saying I don't want to get too political on this show, and then no, here, but, here we fucking go. The thing is, is I was telling Emily because I actually shut off my mic and I just walked around the house for a little bit with <laughs> with the monitor on, and I'm like, yeah, it's getting way political. And she's like, yeah, I agree, but it's like I, honestly, we're. People are feeling what we're feeling in their house, and they don't know that other people are feeling it unless they actually call somebody individually or, you know, but from celebrities, celebrities don't talk about this, but we're the few celebrities that do. All I'm saying is, I don't, don't understand start. Don't why start, Oz, Don't start. Don't even. <laughs> why Oz won't admit that Upgrade is a good movie. It's like all I hear from Oz is hate on Upgrade, and I'm just like, you know what? Oz is kind of a bastard because Upgrade is a cool flick, and he just won't admit it, and he's a bad person for that. I, I'm more mad that Oz didn't watch Goblin Slayer and didn't, like, like I want to hear his thoughts about because he hasn't been giving thoughts on shit for a while. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to watch shit for a while. I've been busy. I know. I, I, I know. I know. I get it. But it's like... Yeah, maybe maybe you should catch an episode or two and make a little mini. Actually, no, I, I heard you guys. Talk. It's not like it's not like we're starving for so for content to put on. But uh, you know, I, I heard it, you. Guys. I don't understand why Oz is pro goblin rape. Well, despite the Lawrence, fact that women things. all across America don't want to be raped by goblins. Lawrence, as somebody who's been listening to this show a long time, there's a lot of things you don't understand. Um, I did like your guys' conversation on Goblin Slayer earlier. It, it definitely sounded interesting. How long are the episodes? Half an hour? Just, just, just for the record, I would just like to, to note that Oz did not deny that he was pro-Goblin rape. <laughs> well, I haven't, I haven't witnessed it, so I have no opinion one way or the other. Oh, okay, you bastard. I, you, do you I have to see it? I can't speak from experience, but you might beat off. Okay. <laughs> see, now that's a that's a check in the pro column. Well, the first the very first goblin rape was like I'm like, why is Joe making me watch this? <laughs> in my head, you know, Emily happened to be taking a nap, so then she gets waking up by and then she's like, "What are you?" She woke up right when the goblin was about to like slide in, and then she's like, "What are you watching?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, Joe made me watch this for the show." Like, <laughs> listen, I didn't want to say this out loud, but the first goblin rape that happened when I was watching it, I turned away, and then Jay grabbed my head and turned it back, and I was like, "How do you even get in the house?" Oh shit! How do you even where, like? When did you even get here? Stop touching my head, you bastard. He let go eventually, but only after the rape was done. <laughs> Wait, are we still talking about the TV show? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think this is a childhood memory of Joe and, and Larry. No, no, no. This was definitely about Goblin Slayer specifically. One, one of their bike rides. No, no, no. no. Those, those bike like, rides had no rape involved whatsoever. You, you should pitch your story to Stephen King. <laughs> like hey, you and Joe bike riding, I, witnessing a rape, and Joe making you watch it. Like that's so Stephen King I, and modern because you know he finally has black, black characters. I 
I, I don't <laughs> want to taint our bike rides with rape. Holy like, crap. I, who's, like, who's the redhead with the giant knockers? I don't know. Like, I watched the episode and I still don't know. <laughs> I, I, I just, she has no name. In, Jay the, said that earlier today. No yeah, one but has she name. has a title, right? She's cowgirl. No name knockers. Oh, is that no, the cowgirl? Cowgirl. Yeah, all that's cowgirl. All I know is that I watched the second episode and then she's in it and I'm like, who the fuck is she? And then he lives there. So I'm like, okay, he lives there. Like, you know, in the RPG, like you, you stay at an inn and then she's no. like the person at the inn. They, they showed you, Mo. She's I, the little girl. Eventually, yeah. Oh, that doesn't I, I guess, sound right. I'm talking about like when I started watching the episode. Oh. Yeah. So eventually, like they talk about like, oh, he's your childhood friend. But then the dad says like, you know, he's not the same as he was. Don't think you can like, you know, she's crushing on him. Don't he, think you can tame him. He has so he's he, his guard is so up that he eats soup with his armor on. Cause like that should be a dead sign, girl. Don't like you can't get to that to well, him. What what's the name of this show? Goblin, Goblin Slayer. Is that on it's, Netflix? It's, it's on free Portugal. on Verve. Free on Verve. How do you spell that? that? You can watch. <laughs> that's that's a good one. On. Also, you can watch on Crunchyroll. Yeah. Well, it, 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 says, it, are we still talking about Goblin rape again? Yes. Well, he was here this morning. I, um, I I heard you guys talk about it, about it this morning, so it, it sounded interesting. Uh, I might watch it. I'll be on. I'll be on tomorrow morning. Yeah. Woo! Yay! Because More I feel so talk. I feel so disappointed in in this show. I swear <laughs> I said at the beginning I don't want to make this show political, and then I I edited my speech to reflect that, and then somehow. Lawrence drags me into this conversation. <laughs> nah, but Just you know, he's, it's, it's, he's all butthurt because his guy got kicked out of the of the election. So now he's got to he's got to wow! How me. dare you? Gotta, how dare you? No, nah, look, dude, dude, dude was shafted. They bent him over, but eh, he took it. So anyway, uh, hey, Buddha- <laughs> <laughs> was this guy booted? No, oh, no. Dare you. <laughs> Well, you no, know, he was bent over, and and even Buddha just said my my husband was standing behind me the whole. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Buddha Judge was good enough to get screwed by his husband. Bernie Sanders got screwed by the Democratic Party. I actually, I actually do like did like Buddha Judge too. Like I felt like he was a good, good candidate, but he's not ready. Like, nah, well, dude was a jobber. No, he was a chopper. The country's not ready for him. I, I think he he was. No, good no, 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 no. Yeah, Look, no, it's he, not about he the wasn't ready for him. This uh, right fool doesn't say anything worth a damn. Right now, though, I'm I'm about to like just ride in Newsom. <laughs> ride in who? Look, that's Cal- Gavin Gavin Newsom, governor. the governor of California. Our governor, our governor is like on it. Like he actually oh, like yeah. went on on TV with his pajamas. Like stay the fuck home. Like I I just. <laughs> <laughs> Giving give nighttime news conferences. Like, what are you did doing? He, did he say that, though? Because I'll, I'll vote for him, too, if he said that. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, look, we've been going easy. I don't want to turn this into a police state, but you guys aren't giving me an issue. Like, I, I'm close. Like, I'm not saying, you know, the, we said, you know, take walks and shit, but really stay home. Like, we <laughs> tried to curve this. Like, the only thing I could do is close all the public parking lots around beaches and parks. Because right. I can't close the parks just yet, 
but I'm going to close those as soon as I get to because you guys aren't listening. Yeah, he. Right. I mean, he, look, he said it in you know politic talk, but yeah, most right. right. He basically got up and said, "Stay the fuck home. What are you doing?" He, 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 he basically said, "Do you want to be New York, you sons of bitches?" Yeah, and, and he was like, he look, if he came look, out and said that, I would vote look, for him. But if he's giving political. No, no, no. Well, he has to. He has to because if he doesn't, people are going to get offended. You know, the people of today. Yeah, fuck the people getting offended. No, but but that's the thing. Like, it's it's a business in a sense. Like, you gotta yeah. you gotta. People are too stupid to really like take the truth right off the bat. And he he basically he like he didn't even put on a tie. Like he said it informally. Like he's just he just had his pajama like. The, the second button open, you know, like the, the that yeah. it looked like a dress shirt, but his second button open. He put a yeah. blaze over it from his bedroom and was like, stay, stay home. Like, I'm begging you, stay home. I'm yeah. waiting for uh, yeah. the governor of Arizona to do something like that, but I don't know. Right. Dude's kind of a flake, so I don't know. The funny thing is, in Italy, like, I forgot who was showing it, but they had a bunch of clips of like Italian mayors telling their people to stay home. And the Italian mayors are like getting heated, like actually swearing at their yeah. people. Like, are you fucking stupid? Like, <laughs> like that shit was hilarious. Oh yeah, there, there's some countries where the politicians like throw punches <laughs> I, and shit. I, I yeah. think the stupid ones weeded weeded themselves out. Well, that's the problem. They're not. They're conta- they're fucking spreading it to the people that that aren't stupid. Yep. It's like Kurt Cobain said, we're stupid and contagious. Yep. That's it. Anywho, are we going to get to comics? or Lord of Gore! I'm waiting for oh. the Heavy Metal Minute. Are we getting to that? Yeah. Like, should we just... So, I, oh, really, I just want to see. Did you guys read Lord of Gore? I did. I'm going to keep it simple. Okay. Um, I'm gonna... We were only supposed to read the first issue, right? Right, because it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Mo deal. The first issue, but uh, Lord of Gore is a story of a. It follows a screenwriter of a f- horror franchise, but uh, you know the movie, the the comic book looked like from the cover. It looks like a horror comic with everything. Uh, you know, all like okay, I'm gonna read this. It even like promotes that it's the artist of the Hack Slash Army of Darkness crossover, which we've reviewed. Hack Slash. We've had Tim Sully on the air. Like we're, we're fans of Hack Slash as a as a comic, a, and as a horror comic, and as a slasher comic, and an Army of Darkness. Like who doesn't love Army of Darkness, you know? So it's the artist that worked on that created this comic, and uh, it's actually the story of a, a horror franchise and the people around it. And it basically tells you like, it, it the backstory is in the back in prose, not in comic book form, and you can read the history of this like. Think of uh, a horror, uh, Hammer Horror Studios from the 70s that made a bunch of crappy horror movies that were good, but they were crappy, but they were good because they were crappy, and they were crappy and good, and they get reinvented in the late 80s, and then they're moving towards the new era now, and there's people involved, and there's politics within the company, and beefs, and, and fucking people's girlfriends, and it's all that, and it kind of gives me the vibe of like something like a, a, a movie like a Best in Show, if you like those those movies, Spinal Tap, that type of humor. But then it throws it into a, a more 
slasher aspect in and of itself. So it's its own violent story that you get to tour. You get a little bit at the beginning, you get more of it at the end. And it and it gives me that also that Birdman that movie Birdman it gives me that feel too, where it's kind of like oh kind of tongue in cheek poke at the industry, and, and and it's fun and um is there anything you guys want to add to that? Um, it's like a mystery. Uh huh. Yeah, it ends up being like a mystery. Not exactly noir, but a noir type feel. Okay. Uh, but with the slasher. Yeah. Also. It, it does give you that noir, uh, sla- that noir uh, call to action, but it does it later in the book as opposed to a normal noir book where it's at the beginning. So I, I can see where, you, where it does that. Yeah. Um, I like the art, but uh, there's not enough nudity, I thought. There's not like enough the, nudity in in Lord of Gore? Right. No, oh, okay. Did you read it, Larry? Oh, yeah. No, I definitely did. What's your takeaway? Do you agree with what I said? Do you, do you think the way that Joe worded it is not beneficial for somebody that might read it in the future? I mean, obviously, both you and Jay have your own specific takes. Um, it's one of those things where I like. I think both of you make valid points. I I know for me, I thought it was it was an interesting read. At the same time, with the like, here's here's the interesting part. Like, you know, obviously, comics are a thing where you know. The, the old maxim is you should never judge a book by by its cover, right? Yeah. Obviously, that doesn't apply to comics because the cover is what sells the book a lot of the time. Now, I'm not speaking specifically about the cover of this particular book because, you know, the book has a decent cover. I think it could probably sell some copies. At the same time, when you talk about the title being Lord of Gore, what you actually get in the book like some of that is there but some of it that you get in this book is not probably what you would expect from a title called Lord of Gore it actually does have like some like interpersonal relationship stuff happening it has some like industry insider things going on in this book and then it also does have like the gore factor in it too so it's just kind of like a thing where like what your expectations are may determine how much you do enjoy or not enjoy this particular book. For someone like myself where I'm like, okay, obviously I'm a person that like I enjoy just reading comics across the board no matter what genre. Along with the fact that I live in Los Angeles, so I understand like the industry and how that works. It's like I enjoyed this book because it has a lot of things that I personally can relate to and, and understood. But at the same time, I could totally see somebody that maybe is like from a different part of the country reading this and kind of being like, I was hoping just to see like a lot of like 
uh, uh, gory stuff. And you're going to get some gory stuff, but you're not going to get like a book full of gory stuff from a book called Lord of Gore. I wouldn't expect it. You said you would not? No. Okay. What what if you were what if you were 15? Um if I was 15 ugh, I don't remember 15 year old me. I just so know you I do suck. not. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Larry does. Oh no, I yeah, and look, the sad fact of the matter yeah. is there's not a lot of difference between 15 year old me and 40 year old me. No, <laughs> there's some Fifteen-year-old You probably remember fifteen-year-old me better than I do. Oh no, I remember. Yeah, fifteen-year-old Joe would be very disappointed. But I mean, it's like the Lord of Gore refers to a movie and universe. So it's like, yeah, I mean, they established that super quickly. And uh, it, I didn't feel like. like- I'm halfway be- where where Joe is and Larry is, where it's like, okay, I thought it was going to be a splatter fest, like, you know, like Hack Slash, you know, right. uh, with a little bit of story and that. And then and that was 30-something-year-old Mo that felt that way. Right. And when I, when I read it, I wasn't disappointed. Well, yeah, because you're still 30-something. Yeah, but I, I feel at 15-something, I, I would have been like Joe, where it's like not enough nudity. But that's about it. <laughs> like, why should there be nudity? I don't. I don't even understand that. Well, they 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 talk about it in dialogue and stuff, and mm. even all they talk about is one of the stars of the movie previously being in porn. Right, but the pictures of that are in the background, and they're like, you know, uh, they have post-its over all the naughty bits, which you know, from a experience dealing in a convention setting. Like that's how it is, but you know, in comic book, we could suspend disbelief. The story has a ton of sex in it. Like they're on a porn set where a guy is plowing a girl, and the girl gets pissed off because he came in her again, and the fluffer bites down on dicks and gives dick kickies. It's oh, like see, that's not that didn't issue one. It didn't happen in issue one. Okay, gotcha. But this environment is set up for nudity, but we hardly get any. Only like pseudo nudity most of the time. Pseudo nudity is what, like like people covering nipples? Like mostly just asses. Like there's one uh, titty panel, but. It's not that good. And there's only one of it. But yeah, I don't know how far you read, Mo. Like, I know, Lawrence, you probably only read the first one. I did. Mo, Mo, what did you read? Mo's gone. So, yeah, it's like, there's a lot to it. And I don't know, like for the environment they set up, I would figure nudity would be more in it. Okay. 
No, I mean, hey, that, that's fair. So inside of all that, like, what would you give it, Joe, for the first issue, not the one that didn't have the nudity where it should have been primarily? Uh, the first issue was fine. It got me to read the second issue. Um, and, and beyond, or only the second issue? No, I read uh, five issues. Which the fifth issue was annoying. Because there's no sixth issue. Oh, is it not done? I guess not. Not but yet, at least. On my press copy, they only gave me five. And it lead ends with a cliffhanger and that upset me because I want to know what happens but I think the book is like three years old at this point oh wow so if it's not done by now it may not be happening gonna get done so it's, it's disappointing but the fact that I'm disappointed that I can't finish it speaks. So, I guess a four. Like I do wish the art were a little better, but it's 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 fine. From uh, reading the first issue, Joe, like I agree with you. Like it's ad- it's more than I expected for a book from an independent publisher like this. And it's not, you know, I don't want to talk down about independent publishers, but a lot of times when you get in the books, you know, the art suffers a little bit, you know, because people trying to, trying to like, sharpen their teeth on it, you know? Uh, but I feel in today's yeah. age, it might be that that little paradigm until COVID-19 might have been changing because, <laughs> you know, the people, there's a lot more talented people around and they have access to, to getting jobs like that. You know, I have noticed that, like, indie book art does seem to be getting better. Like, there are definitely cases where it doesn't, but in general, like, it's little by little, you see, like, more and more indie books with, like, good art. Yeah. Larry, what would you give issue one? Um, I'd probably give issue one, like, three and a half. Like it was like it was interesting, and I definitely like, you know, there was uh like a lot of different aspects to it. Like there's definitely like the horror aspect to it. There's the industry aspect to it. There was just you know just the the regular like uh character character uh, development aspect to it. Like it it I was interested. I'm interested. I guess is the way I should say it. Like, you know, I'm like, I, I want to know where the story goes next. Um, it's unfortunate to hear that, like, it, it doesn't finish or hasn't finished as of yet. Yeah. And Mo, did you, on- you only read the first issue? So far, yeah. Uh, because of the Mo deal, I bought the first issue, I downloaded it. And to their credit, like, even though it's free, they didn't downgrade it. Like, it's still a one gigabyte file. (laughs) So it was like transferring it into the the drive and things like that took a little bit of time. But it it worked. It worked. And and the quality, like reading that quality of book 
uh, in that digital format with those vivid colors. It, it, I appreciated that. Um, I give it a, a four because the industry aspect of it, I, I really enjoyed. I, I like how, how they talk about the how even if you're not like that respected part of the the franchise, you can still make a killing at the conventions. That's something that yeah that it, it's true, and, and you don't see it talked about a lot. But like, no, I, I actually met a person that was a red shirt. In the original um, Star Trek series, and he's like, he lived just off of that, just off of the conventions and the cruises and, and all this stuff. And he was already old when I met him. And he's like, he asked me to, I was doing, uh, you know, art stuff at the time. And he's like, can you make a frame, custom frame this picture? And it, it, he put himself on the bridge, but. <laughs> He went to a place where you could put yourself on the bridge, and he wore his own costume because he bought his own costume from the actual show to be like on the bridge with everybody else. But everybody else was like mannequins, but they were like, you know, lifelike mannequins for the fans. So he paid, and he's like, "Yeah, I want this picture." But yeah, he he, uh, you know, he made a like he lived leisurely well until two thousand and eight and beyond. Uh, from the convention circuit being in Star Trek. Like, he had fans. Like, you're my favorite red shirt. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I I wish I remembered the dude's name, but it, but yeah, he, uh, I was like, I had a whole conversation about it back when I worked at the art supply place. And he's like, yeah, I just, you know, like, this is what I do. I, I, I'm not even an actor. He, he didn't call himself an actor anymore. He, he tried to do other things, but he's like, the only thing that really gave him any money was going to conventions as a Star Trek redshirt. Yeah. But yeah I, the industry aspect of this book is something I really enjoyed and the little mystery behind it at the end is going to keep me to read more. And luckily, this is a mo deal for you people listening. Uh, Devil's Do Publishing is giving away <laughs> free books. You just go on their website and go find a book you like, add it to your cart, and it, it basically they, they you just you pay for it, but you pay zero. Uh, let me see if I can find the actual link to to dictate it to you. That's the one bit bit of pre production I didn't do. You know, I uh. I assumed when you said you had a mold deal that, you know, we would do what we normally do, but you can do it. But I understand Lawrence has wasted so much of our time today with his nonsense that, yeah, we don't I can't even hit that button. Hit the button. No, it's too late. The moment's passed. What's that? Li- throw that link up. Uh, Mo. Oh, look, play that. Uh-uh, one. Hit the button. I'm going to do a formal Mo deal. So that I- Here we go. Mo money, Mo money, Mo money, Mo money. Like, I don't know why I swallowed all that. What did you say, Larry? Bling, bling, bling. Word. Exactly. The more you know. 
That guy is a sage. What the hell is this file? Which one? Hold on, I I I get it. I gotta hit it now. Cause it's not actually on the board, but it's a, it's like a file on the. Hold on. That's our Christian corner moment. Huh, I feel like I had that for some reason. Okay, I'm sorry. That's go ahead. Mo. After the heavy metal minute. Well, look, we're doing after dark now. I thought after dark would be a lot more sexy though. I don't, it's, apparently, it's political. Fuck. Did you find that site yet, Mo? It's sexy. I'm not wearing any pants. Reason it's not coming up. Like I'm hitting the search, but if you go to the, if it's not coming up, it's not as sexy as I thought it was. <laughs> That's what she said. Come on, uh, Mo, give it to me. I guess it's devilsdo.net. You, the link should be in our chat because you sent that to us. I know because I clicked it. Look, nobody needs to go to that site anyway. You should support your local comic book shops, not these digital so people. It's, de- it's Devil's Do Comics, and Oz was mad because they have a comic called Talk Bernie to Me. I didn't even and see that one. The, the AOC stuff made me nauseous. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it has a... I'm going to put it in chat. Um... It's a cover with Bernie, Bernie's head on He-Man's body, and it's called Talk Bernie to Me. <laughs> but, but yeah, everything on there right now is free because of this COVID-19 thing, and that's the Mo deal. Like, just go devilsdo.net, devilsdocomics.net, and you can, uh, yeah. The only the only part of it the only hard part is that you actually have to like put everything in your shopping cart and go through the whole process, so you feel like you're paying, but you're not paying. You you paying zero. So I'm gonna buy some more stuff. I'm not gonna get the AOC or the talk Bernie to me. I don't care about that. I care about real comics. Why does Bernie look like the dude from uh Kirby or what is it? Yeah, Larry David. Cause yeah, you know yeah, what? yeah, Larry David. Because he, he fucking sounds like him. That's the, why. The <laughs> logo for the. Last season, the whatever the last season of Kirby Enthusiasm that just came out on DVD yeah. is like Bernie, but it's it's Larry David's it's hair. Is it the the yellow one or? Uh, uh, I'll look it up. I just remember seeing it. I was like, "That's a fucked up Bernie logo." And then, oh, it's Kirby Enthusiasm. Yeah. I can't wait till Kirby Enthusiasm comes back and has to deal with the COVID nineteen. Like, that's going to be a good season. Oh, it might be that yellow one. Is that is that old or something? No, that's this one. But Okay, yeah, I think, I think that's it. I'll put that in chat. In. And uh, I guess you could do a quick uh, the, the heavy metal minute and then go into news, right? Is that right, Larry? You got something to say? You got, you got something to talk about? Oh, that sounds good to me. Let's do it. You got something to argue about. Yeah! Animal Crossing couldn't have picked a better time to come out. 
It came out right in the middle of fucking apocalypse. So now everybody is totally distracted, enjoying Animal Crossing. And metal fans as well. While we're all here in Corona uh, concentration camps, um, people playing Animal Crossing who are metal fans are creating shirts for the little character, the little sprites in Animal Crossing. There's been all sorts of shirts so far. Um, there's so far I've seen Slayer, Metallica, Hatebreed, Infant Annihilator, Slipknot. Um, I saw I think what I think was Woven War, which is a, a weird one to see. I mean, they're good and popular, but I didn't think the fans of of Woven War would cross over <laughs> to Animal Crossing so fast. But here we are. <laughs> it's a new way to get merch. They're also they're doing QR codes for them. Like if you design the merch, you can upload your your um, QR code and get it for your little character. So I might have to end up buying Animal Crossing. Um, speaking of Metallica, they are streaming live concerts now every Monday night at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Daylight Time, Daylight Savings Time. And basically, it's they have, they've canceled a lot of concerts towards the end of 2019 and, and, and 2020 now, thanks to the coronavirus scare. They're not leaving the house at all, and what they're doing is every night, every Monday night at 8 p.m., they're going to upload a concert from the shit they've recorded throughout their entire career, so you might get something old, something new, something you didn't even know even happened, like, I watched recently a, they did the song Phantom Lord with Dave Mustaine, one of the writers of the song, and also the frontman of uh, Megadeth that left Metallica early on. And that was that was a treat for me. And uh, yeah, so you can get them on Facebook Live or on their YouTube channel every Monday night. And talking about the coronavirus, uh, Bandcamp waived all their fees, their artist fees. Bandcamp, if you don't know, it's a streaming service slash marketplace for bands to get um, to sell their music, whether you're a big established band or a young up-and-coming band. I've noticed, I found a lot of indie bands, a lot of independent metal bands, among other artists, too, at Bandcamp myself. And, and yeah, they, they waived their fees last Friday. So, for one day, they waived them, and they actually sold $4.5 million on Bandcamp that none of it went to the website. I don't know if they're going to do this throughout the whole social distancing time or anything but we'll see but yeah they, they made 4.3 million dollars rather on 800,000 pieces of merchandise and music uh and then more coronavirus in the news <laughs> they you know it's plaguing the world right now so it's it's odd if it's not in the news right but revocation opened a nice shift a night shift merch store and to launch the, to launch it they created a brand new shirt uh, it's basically black. It has the weird alien head that they always have, but it has a, a, a M95 mask over it. And basically, it's it's a nice color. It has like a weird teal uh, on the skin, and then the, the mask really stands out, and it says Revocation on it. Basically, they, they kicked it off, and the there's a quote by David Davidson, the, the band member, and he says uh, on Instagram, he says, on our web store with Night Shift merch is now up and running. To kick it off, I wanted to do something to help our healthcare professionals, so we're running this web store exclusive shirt, and we'll be donating 100% of the profits to charity. 
I kept reading articles about hospitals running low on supplies in the midst of this crisis. It hit home extra hard for me since my mom is a nurse. The money from this design will go towards procuring masks for healthcare professionals to protect themselves so they can protect all of us from the pandemic. So pick up some new threads for a good cause. Stay safe. Stay home. And link is in bio. <laughs> but yeah, you can go to david.davidson on Instagram and click the link on the bio and buy that shirt. Or you can just search revocation on nightshiftmerch.com. And uh, as usual, I'm Moses Magnum. This has been my Heavy Metal Minute. We should have a like, uh, like current, uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like, indeed, good job, Mo. Thank you. I was showering, yeah. That was a, that was a <laughs> naked heavy metal mini, yeah, extra thick. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> so, uh, according to Hecht, I'm going to get some money from the government. Because <laughs> I'm. You're mad. probably right. Because I'm. We mad. all are. Yeah, most of us, I agree. Well, I mean, you know, not anybody making past seventy five thousand. But what's well, it going to do? Well, I'm married, yeah, so that's a whole different calculation. Exactly. Are you going to spend another forty five minutes? Shit or what? <laughs> what? Wonder Woman 1984 has officially been delayed to August 14th. Which uh, that's not that's not that bad because that's that's only that's only four months. I I mean, Marvel's delaying their shit like a year, right? Pretty close to that. Well, Marvel hasn't said officially when they're delaying their things too. But but. I thought Wonder uh, Woman was supposed to come out in June, and it got pushed to August. So yeah, in the grand scheme of things, that's not bad. I mean, it means that I'm going to be working starting July, if anything, right? Because the entertainment industry knows when this pandemic is going to end, right? I of mean, course. in in a perfect world, if everything goes the way it's supposed to, I would think. Right now we're in March. Like, hopefully everything is good to go by June. Uh, I'll be even more hopeful. I think things should get better around April. Latest is May. <laughs> what, what are you talking about, uh, man? Listen, I need you to stop as watching far, Fox no, News. As far as as far as the the disease itself. Now the actual people. Coming out of their homes, that I agree. That's going to take a lot longer because people are going to be freaked out. Like unless unless they say, "Look, here's here's a fucking cure for everybody." That what year is this? <laughs> unless like unless uh, the miracle cure is is discovered, yeah, it's going to take months for people to to get the the courage to to come out and socialize, especially Look, for something we, like we've movies. had the miracle cure, man. Seven Up, Vicks. Oz, a couple onions Oz, on your feet. You gotta understand, Oz. It's like, it's like any uh, like. It's not like this is the first time we've had a contagious disease outbreak in the United States of America. It's the All, first time for most of the people that are living right now. No, 
It's not. Uh, that's, Ebola, that's Ebola was what, like five years ago? Dude, like I was saying, like we had all ty- like H1N1 st- swine flu started in the United States. Yeah, but yeah, you know. it started in Mexico. But go on. Not, but no, it, it, no it, it, it started in Mexico, but the major outbreak was in the United States. It didn't outbreak because it was imported to us. through the Right. Ex- exactly. And so like that happened here. And it was contagious, and it could have been a problem, but we we handled it. None of this is comic book news. Well, I'm, all I'm saying, <clears throat> I gave you I'm... 75 minutes of this shit earlier <laughs> on in the show. Like, why are you talking? Why are you talking to me like I brought it up? No, I'm just saying, like, you're the host. Like, it's your job to to move it in in the direction of the show. You're you're right, Mo. Show some decorum. You're. You're wrong, Oz. Uh, Lawrence, what Just I'm here... Just do what I tell Oz. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Let me get to the fucking news. It's like, as long as we get good information, we'll be, we'll be out nobody, by July. Nobody Done. wants us for good information. Like, I, I'm sorry that I'm the one that said, like, oh, I'm going to be cutting hair by, you know, judging by, by Wonder Woman, I'm going to be cutting hair by July. I'm sorry I said that, because it's my fault. But... Uh, you know what's part of this news too is that the director Patty Jenkins she candidly revealed why she did not helm Thor, uh, the Dark World. Why did she quit Thor Wait, the, dark the Dark World? world? Why? Because it sucks. She was supposed to do it and then she left and supposedly that's why um, what's that chick's name? The Black Swan, the Natalie Portman. Yeah, that's why she fucked the dude and, and cheated on the guy, and that guy what didn't make it. Who did she uh, fuck? Like in real life or in the movie? What are, what no, in real life. About? In real life, she cheated on Darren Aronofsky, got pregnant, and then Darren Aronofsky couldn't make the Wolverine. But we're not talking about it. We're talking about Wonder Woman. <laughs> what? Wait, that was not yeah. important. Why are you bringing this up? Wait, who, I'm talking about Who it did uh, Homegirl Weiss fuck? The, I thought that's. Or was she the the one that got cheated on? Uh, yeah, Rachel Weisz was the one that got cheated on. Okay, so it's Rachel Weisz, uh, Aronofsky, and Natalie Portman. Yeah, okay. uh, Aronofsky banged Natalie Portman during Black Swan. But wait, then, really? Larry, you know this. We, we've had you this discussion before. Larry, you, you were there. You were there. You were there I, when the story. I was holding the, the camera. No, no, you were there when the source told me that that's what happened with Darren Aronofsky. That's also the source that told me about Brian Singer getting tie boys during the Wolverine. I'm like, I believe you. I'm just saying, man, I don't like this is not the stuff that I keep in my head. <laughs> Anywho, her being mad that that seductress being mad that Patty Jenkins didn't do uh, Thor the Dark World is why she that seductress wasn't in. Uh, Thor Ragnarok, but that's beside the point because Ragnarok we're talking about or, or Dark World. She was in Dark World. She wasn't in Ragnarok. Wait, why? And why would the, why, why the affair why t- have to do? With why Tiki is is in, homies in with Patty Jenkins and didn't want to deal with the drama of Portman, is what I'm getting. Uh, well, here's the quote. It says, "I did not believe that I could make a good movie out of the script that they were planning on doing." Explained Jenkins. I think it would have been uh, a dark huge world, film. right? Yeah, it okay. would have looked like it was my fault. It would have looked like, oh my god, this woman directed it and she missed all these things. 
that was the one time in my career where I really felt like do this with another director and it's not going to be a big deal and maybe they'll understand it and I, and love it more than I do. And she goes, you can't do movies you don't believe in. The only reason to do it would would be to prove to people that I could, but I wouldn't have proved anything if it didn't succeed. I don't think that I would have gotten another chance, and so I'm super grateful. I mean, it's sad to say, but that makes a lot of sense, because if she had directed Dark World, which already got critically panned, they would have been like, oh, well, it's terrible because it was a woman. Would have been career suicide. And but, from, a, but, you oh, know, ahead, from a dude that likes Thor and stuff, Thor The Dark World was a far better movie than Thor the first one. Yeah, but that's to a dude that likes Thor. That's not to the general public. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, I, I don't know that Thor 2 is better than the first Thor to me. Thor two, Thor two is like considered the worst of the Thor trilogy. Yeah, it's kind of a low point. Yeah, the first Thor was bad. Wasn't I mean, that the, the joke in a uh, Endgame? Maybe. Is there a joke about Thor two being bad in Endgame? I tried to forget Endgame. <laughs> okay. Although we're living it now. Well, Wait. we're we're in the blip now. Why? <laughs> which that's way more accurate than I would like to admit but why what does all that that you were talking about Mo have to do with her not being in Ragnarok well she left Marvel like she broke the contract and everything after the dark world because she wanted Patty Jenkins to direct it so she refused to be in anything else oh so she broke her contract because she didn't get the director she wanted for the movie she was actually in? So Portman wanted right. Patty Jenkins, but yeah. because of what happened, they said, fuck you, we're going to do what we want. Yeah, and that's why Thor Ragnarok is, is vastly different than tonally than the first two. But what I'm, what I'm trying to figure out is... Are you talking about the Patty- affair stuff? Huh? Are you trying to get me to explain the the affair stuff? No, no, no. What I'm trying to figure out is, did Patty Jenkins turn down Dark World? I think we're trying or, to figure, we're trying to figure out. No, she left. The- she left. She was on it, and she left while she was shooting. But the only reason that uh, Portman signed on to the Dark World was because Patty Jenkins was there. But then Patty Jenkins left and. Portman was uh, contractually obligated to stay, and then after that, she refused to do any Marvel movies until they it, paid her. It, okay, I get it. Mo it, saying Mo saying that Thor: The Dark World it sucked because Patty Jenkins was attached to it. No, no, <laughs> that, that's, that's that's absolutely not what you're saying. But, but what no. I'm trying to understand is like why this doesn't make sense to me is. If they if Marvel hired Patty Jenkins and yeah. Patty Jenkins chose to leave, why does that make Natalie Portman mad at Marvel? Um, because they, they she wanted Patty from what I remember from other news stories was that Natalie Portman really wanted Patty Jenkins there, but Patty Jenkins didn't want to do what they were doing. She wanted to like kind of rewrite it. 
and they did they you know it's part of the phases so they can't they can't really like be like no no you can't you you have it's the same reason they had beef with um with Ed Norton too. They're isn't that to, why? Isn't that why when Portman the, was signed on? I'm sorry. I'm sorry say that again. No, go so ahead. Isn't isn't that why Portman signing on for the the next door was such a big deal? Because isn't Jenkins uh, signed to direct that one? No, it's still Taika Waititi, but um, they they I think they paid her a shit ton of money. Like that that's really it. Yeah, uh, like Lawrence basically they, they got her to come back. They got her to come back as a CGI person and paid her. And then she's like, well, I can make money off of Marvel more. So I'm going to do the next one. But that that's the thing. Like, she's got to be Thor in the next one. Yeah. Oh, but she didn't ask for that. I, I don't know. No, that but they gave they, it to her. No, no I, I don't know that, that you're 100% certain that she didn't ask for it, Larry. Um, look, I'm 100% certain. Like... Natalie Portman doesn't know enough about comics to be like, well, I'll come back, but if only if I'm Thor. Hey, she fucked Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky knows comics. <laughs> what? Like, what? Darren Aronofsky's her baby. What are you talking baby. about? Like, <laughs> Darren Aronofsky's her baby daddy. Like, he's like, you know, like your character could be Thor. It's in the I, comic. I, yeah. Listen, I'm just Dar- saying. Darren Aronofsky knows comics. Like I'm not. I'm not saying Darren Aronofsky, Aronofsky doesn't know comics. What I'm saying is I don't believe that he's talking to her to make her feel like she should use that as a a friggin' bargaining chip. Well, you know, we'll 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 wait. Maybe when this pandemic's lifted, our source will tell us that I'm right. No, okay. I, I guess that's possible. But it tomato, just, it just seems like all messed up for. Natalie Portman to be like, oh well, I don't want to be in Thor Ragnarok because y'all didn't have Patty Jenkins direct the last movie. When it's like, it's not like Marvel fired her; she chose, yeah. she made a choice. She, yeah. she left because they fucked up the script and wouldn't let her do what she wanted to do. Well, but but they didn't mess up the script. Like the script was there before she was there, right? Right. So don't matter if you piss off a star, they don't care. Nat- Natalie she's Portman, not a, she's not Lord, a star. She's the director. N- Natalie Portman agreed. I'm to not do talking the movie. about Jenkins. I'm talking about Portman. Yeah, but but you understand that that Patty Jenkins. Hey, is man, you person. don't gotta explain it to me. Explain it to Portman. Well, but uh, look, I, I I don't I understand her not being happy about her not leaving. I just don't understand who she's placing the blame on. It's like. Patty Jenkins is a is her own person that can make whatever decision she wants. So I'm just saying, like, if Patty Jenkins, like, hey, I don't like that script. Okay, and L- which don't L- get me wrong, Lawrence. I think Patty Jenkins made a smart move. Lauren, uh, let, let me let me let me see if I can maybe translate it for you. Uh, so Thor: The Dark World is going to be made. Natalie Portman says, "I'll either do it if you pay me a shit ton of money, or have Patty Jenkins direct it." They said, okay, Patty Jenkins is going to direct it. So Natalie Portman says, okay, she signs on the dotted line. Patty Jenkins quits. Natalie Portman can't because she's under contract. So now she's angry. She doesn't do Ragnarok, but she comes back for Love and Thunder because now they offered her the shit ton of money. Is that, is that what, what you're saying, Mo? Uh, that's part of it, but I think they... Just agree with yeah. me so we can move on. 
Yeah. Please, yeah, for yeah, God's sake, just say yes. Yeah, all right. No one yeah. cares at this point. Yeah, nobody does, really. Like, uh, honestly, uh, how do we get Cat Dennings back in there? Yes, that's that's <laughs> the question of the century. I want my meow meow. I, it's just ironic to me that you just want that cleavage. That that freaking Natalie Portman is like, Dolphins. well, I'm not gonna be in the next one, which is I the don't. best Thor. And he's just like, okay, did, well, did you say you don't? You're you're married. Yeah, I'm stuck in the room with my wife for thirty That's days. That's right. You you Lawrence, got yours, man. Some Lawrence, of us don't have ours. Lawrence, yeah. you should you should watch the doll face. I say that only okay. to torture you. Because you disagree with me earlier. I'll watch Dollface. No, you won't. How dare I don't you, know what it how is, dare you but lie I'll to go my look face. for it. No, you won't. Lie straight in my face like that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to... Look, I got time. I'll go look for it. Hey, you know how we earlier told people they should tweet or at or whatever the, the, the children are doing these days to DC Comics? Yeah. Uh, DC Comics announces daily live stream events featuring interviews and fan Q&As with creators. So you may have a chance. Uh, they did this while we were on the air, so that's why I didn't mention it. Like, I literally, when Mo was saying we should ask the questions, I was reading this story. And it says it starts in like an hour, but I'm like, well, fuck that. People need to listen to us. We're important. But, but like, what did they do? Like, it's a, it's a live hour-long section of DC Daily Live. And if you subscribe, which I guess is us, because we have the app, right? That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, you you can ask questions. There, there'll be to a who? To whoever is on the session. Let's see. Who did they do today? The first DC Daily Live uh, is on DC's Instagram page, at DC Comics. Yeah. And... I think they had Capullo and Palamati. Okay, so nobody that can tell you what they're doing for our local comic shops. <laughs> well, let's let's keep an eye out because if it, if they do it weekly, then they're you know. But here's another thing they're doing. They're doing. They, this is what they did, and this isn't you know an hour ago or whatever the fuck. This was, I think, I believe, a day ago. Uh, or oh, it, it was actually earlier today. Staying in with families, families can have superpower fun at DC Kids Camp. They created a whole thing for kids staying at home, which is not on their app. Um, it, it's on their social media pages, so kids could get like mindless droning on on the screen, uh, from DC, and they teach you crafts and shit for your kids. Or a DC themed origami, DC themed watercolor, and it's like, first of all, I'm mad as a paying subscriber for DC Universe. Like that should have been on the app, uh, period. Because they got nothing. I'm watching people. I'm watching fantasy comics. Like, who's gonna be the better fighter out of this meta battle? Like, it's fucking retarded. Like, this is what I fucking paid for. Like. It's ridiculous. Uh, you know, they teased me with uh, season two of, of Harley Quinn trailer. I'm like, ah. But I, I'm really going to cancel it. I, I, you know, I paid years in advance, so I probably won't have to renew till way after the coronavirus thing. But I'm not going to pay for it anymore. <laughs> Maybe by then they'll have something worth something on there. 
They're not because AT&T will just put it on Cinemax or, or HBO. Which I already have. So, yeah. Speaking of uh, streaming services, so uh, Disney Plus UK, not not America, is getting a whole bunch of TV shows that regular America did not watch. Like what? Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season one through five. I think there was like six seasons of that. Runaways seasons one and two. I didn't know there was a second season. Uh, Marvel's Agent Carter season one and two. That's actually not that bad. Marvel's Inhuman. That's all already though. Inhuman yeah. season all- one. Yeah, Agent Agents of Shield and and Agent Carter I think are on Disney Plus. Runaways may not be. What about? And all three of those are on Hulu already. So what about Inhumans. You don't need. Yeah, Inhumans. Nobody wants. Like, give that shit a hot star. Like, they'll love it. Well, it I has guess, a Bollywood quality to it. I guess it wasn't in the UK because now it is. Like that's that's the story. I don't know what you want from me. Yay! Look, UK, they got enough shit to worry about between fucking <laughs> Brexit and now COVID nineteen. Now they got to deal with Inhumans. Uh, the Snyder Cut of Justice League has been delayed. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Because <laughs> he made it sound like it was coming out at any point. Well, it was supposed to come out in May. No, when, uh, it, they wa- re- it wasn't. What? Just, it wasn't. That was just people making speculations and rumors. Uh, the news story I read said it was supposed to come out in May with the launch of uh, HBO Max. It was supposed to be one of the things that they had at launch. Uh, but even though HBO Max is still set to launch in May, uh, the Snyder uh, cut has been pushed back. I look, Indefinitely. May, m- maybe... Maybe I, I've been more out of touch than I thought, but from what I knew, the, like the Snyder Cut was still a myth to to some no, people. Zack Snyder's. Now, I know, I know, uh, I know. Zack Snyder like posted has been posting pictures of it and posted pictures like he's been confirming that it exists, but it coming out has been kind of the the mythical part. No, he's he's working on it. it was, was supposed to come out in May. But it's been delayed because of COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, um, it's been de- I, it's been delayed you know, four years the, because cut. of the COVID. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Fuck the, fuck the Snyder cut. Fuck the Whedon cut. Um, I want the George Miller cut. The fuck is the George Miller cut? Yeah, George George Miller is the guy that made um, Mad Max Fury Road. And he was supposed to do a Justice League movie. It was supposed to be called Justice League Mortal. I put the link in chat and you can actually see pictures. Like, he just now released pictures of what they were going to look like. And it, it's not the greatest looking thing because it's, it's all pre-production t- stuff. But it's way better than what the Snyder stuff looked like. I like, was this- I, I like the Wonder Woman look. 
not as much as as the as the Gal Gadot Wonder Woman. Yeah. But considering this was before that was even a thing, this would have been yeah. a, a really good Wonder Woman look. I don't know who the actress modeling this costume is. She she throws me off a little bit, but the costume itself I like. Yeah, they they're not um the costumes are are all um they're still pre-production so it's models in them. So even like the Martian Manhunter looks cool. He's not good for a good blockbuster movie, but he's uh it, it's a dude showing you what it could have been. The Green Lantern the ba- looks stupid though. The Batman looks good, the Aquaman looks good. The Flash looks good. Even the Superman looks good. Yeah, Green Lantern, I, I don't like. I feel like they're all too small. Yeah, but that's just models in, like, uh, you know, pre-viz costumes. Like, it's not the casting. You know? Got you. And they still I thought, look... I thought the Batman was Army Hammer. He might have been. Maybe but... it is. I don't even know who Army Hammer is. So he was the was... guy that did uh, Lone Ranger. Yeah. I didn't. Watch that. Uh, actual heir to the Arm and Hammer dynasty. No. No, he is. He's related. Are you serious? Yes. Uh, I, I did not know that. I have to look up the actual relation, but he he's the like son or grandson of one of them, something like that. Yeah, he said the the son of businessman Michael Armand Hammer, and the great grandson of oil tycoon Armand Hammer. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so he doesn't need to act. That's good. What a greedy bastard! I I wonder if he's gonna get the stimulus check. No. Well, that we should be mad that he's not getting it. Because he, he didn't work last we don't year. Know what he's doing this year. <laughs> We can only go by what he made last year. <laughs> You're like, so why are people angry about this? <coughs> That's I'm more angry about the Snyder Cut. <laughs> As you should that, be. I, I, just, should found, I just found out I'm getting a check, so I'm good. That it exists still. They should have burned it. Why? Oh, you want to see it? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I want to... Just buy the novelization. There's a novelization? I'm sure somewhere. Written by Greg Ruka. <laughs> Look, don't even get me started on Stumptown, which I know Lawrence doesn't watch. Stumptown no, and Magicians. I don't know why Lawrence hates those two shows, specifically. Which two shows? Stumptown and The Magicians. Dude, I love The Magicians. Mm-hmm. I've never watched Stumptown though. That's what I thought. See, you say I never watched Stumptown. I heard you say I hate Stumptown and the Magicians. <laughs> I I would tell you I was I, I can't I can't correct your hearing. I'm not a doctor. Army Hammer only did one movie in 2019. He might get a check. <laughs> Man, <laughs> if you don't stop it. <laughs> Honestly, the movie he made, I think he only got like three grand for it. Yeah, it looks like a low budget. Wounds, whoever, the, who the fuck heard of that? Yeah. What movie was it called? Wounds. 
like wounded like, wounds. Yeah, that that wounds. I think only had like a three million dollar budget. Okay, I don't like, but he, he's got like I, four I'm projects. Sure. He's got like four projects in twenty twenty. So he picked the right year to to just take a break. Listen, rake it up. No, see, look, four projects in twenty twenty means he got paid in twenty in twenty nineteen. No, they're all pre production right now. No, he that means he got paid. Yeah, I look. I mean, look, he, he for wounds he might have gotten a good money because it's just him. Dakota Johnson and Sazzy Beats. Ooh, Dakota Johnson so is, is expensive. Yeah. I mean, Zazzy, Zazzy Beats is, no, is good. Because she's got that fucked up eye. <laughs> You're dumb. That's a makeup expense. And it's going to be on Hulu. Going to be? I thought so it came out already. Come- yeah, they couldn't have gotten that that much money. Look, now you have homework for next week's horror, horror Wednesday. It is a horror <sighs> thrill. Horror. Yeah, maybe I'll watch it. I don't know if it's out now, but yeah, it came out. Mar- release date is March twenty nine, two thousand nineteen. So yeah, at the end of the week. Wounds. Oh, that 2019. That was last year, dummy. Yeah, that's what I said. That's why it's out. Not you. No, I'm, he, that, I, I'm talking. Heck said that. Well, you call somebody dummy, I assume you're talking to me. It says, that the date, it says that the release date was 2019, January 26th at Sundance, which means he got paid for it in 2018. So, yeah, he's definitely getting a check. DC Comics printer closes tomorrow. Of course, this story was posted two days ago, so yesterday. DC yep. Comics what? DC Comics printer closes. Oh, the one guy printing everything. Which I didn't know they printed all this shit in Canada. I might reconsider my. my oh, my that's purchases. been like forever. Right, but you don't I remember like, all the comics used to say printed in Canada. Like I that? don't read that shit. I barely read well, the words they, on the page. They used to have a different price for Canada because they were already printed in Canada. I thought that's because the Canadian dollar. The dollar. No, what happened was once the the American dollar devaluated to the point that it's equal to Canada, they just stopped printing all that. Oh, then I'm going digital because America first. If you really cared about that, you would have done it 20 years ago. I didn't know 20 years ago. Yeah, you were stupid 20 years ago. <laughs> You're assuming I'm smarter now. Like, I, I've been angry about everything being printed in Canada for like 35 years. Wait, but that's a conundrum because fuck Canada, but I I want to help my local comic book shop too. Yeah, but the thing is, it's they chopped down all the Yukon to make comics. Right, but that doesn't affect me, so why would I care? I mean, it does. That's why you're having the super virus now. Man, conundrums everywhere. Yeah. It's all connected. That's the problem. And I'm the only one that knows and says shit, and people look at me like I'm crazy. 
That's because when they ask follow-up questions, you tell them to fuck themselves. But yeah, the, the printer closed because of the diamond thing. Like, why print comics if they're not going to be distributed? And then DC still hasn't said anything then, huh? <laughs> no. Sure, not- they say go to their kids' website because we didn't put in the app. <laughs> yeah, they said ask Capullo about heavy metal. <laughs> we should get Capullo to do like a heavy metal minute. But it'll be. I, like- I'm, working on it. I'm getting other people to do it because. Oh, I, you're actually I, doing I'm it? Getting- Heck, do you want a heavy metal minute? Yes. Okay. Do you understand you're not Can getting you- paid, right? You'll, you'll get a check from the government. If I pay you, then you might not get a check from the government. Like, do you, do you really want to give up on that? Ah, oh, good point. We're thinking about you, Hecht. Yeah. Um, I still get a check, I'm pretty sure. You don't want a $1,200 debt at the end of the year. Yeah, I don't want to pay you and give you a debt. Also, make us some shirts. So that we can survive this COVID-19 pandemic and... <laughs> And you can get a check, too. All right, sweet. I bought a shirt from Heck. Did you? Yeah. Long time. Lately? <laughs> Lately? How long do you think shirts last? Like, I got shirts. <laughs> I, I, I wear shirts today that I've had longer than I've had my wife. I have shirts today that I, I've had yeah, longer I, than you've had your I wife. Th- I think my think underwear that, is older than my yeah. wife. That's every dude. But listen, yeah. you you should definitely be like throwing that away and buying new underwear. <laughs> I'm just, I, I look, and that's why you need a stimulus check right there. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying right now, frivolous. Like if, if you frivolous if expenses you have, of underwear and t-shirts. If you have like, underwear that's older than old friends, then you should throw that away and buy new underwear. Like it's just I don't wear any. Good. I don't wear any. That, so. Well, that that's a whole different thing. Like if you don't wear underwear, then that's fine. But well, I'm not gonna say it's fine, but that's oh, a personal decision. I love it. Okay, look, I'm not <laughs> mad at you. That that might just mean that you might need to be changing your like pants more frequently than you are. No, because you don't like. Sweating Man, Mayor just said your ass stinks. Every gets, everyone ass stinks. Not mine. No, no, <laughs> definitely yours. Yours especially. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. It's like underwear exists for a reason, and if you're choosing not to wear underwear, which is a fine choice, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. You might want to think about how often you you buy your jeans. Buy them or wash them. I'm good. Both. You you guys wear boxers, right? I wear boxer briefs. <laughs> so what do you, you guys? Well, you use guys. All of you guys. I, I I'm not I, talking about. I just, I just said not, I wear underwear, so you know I'm eliminated from there. Like, what guys do you? So need? so, like, because I'm a briefs man. Because you know I need the 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 comfort of the cradle. <laughs> what do you guys do? Just like stuff it in your sock. Like, how, <laughs> how do you guys keep it from flopping around? Because that I struggle with that on a daily. <laughs> I 
It's funny, man. The beauty of that joke is the way you delivered it was like you forced it. (laughs) That's how I like it. I know where I want to go with this, and I'm going to make it go. (laughs) Look, a a lot of things involving my junk require forcing. Oh, jeez. Forcing Amber. We're we're sorry, Amber. (laughs) All right, 2020 got, is wild. Yeah, we got more news because we still got to do a show tomorrow morning. Yeah, I know. I I don't I don't have anything else. I got news. Once I get my check, <laughs> I'm gonna just spend it on all kinds of bullshit and on maybe the, some underwear. Like He's gonna what? spend on the Fantastic Forum Patreon. Yeah. Now uh, you know. Larry, you know we devalued our Patreon, our potential Patreon now, because we're doing all sorts of content. We're doing six shows a week. Yeah, no, but you no. just put everything behind the paywall. Well, well, next week we're gonna do one less, right? What? Uh, Why one yeah, less? Yeah, I think so. Well, Maybe, we, we, we no, no morning show Wednesday, and then do just the Wednesday evening show. Yeah. Why? What, do you I guys don't know. I mean, work or something? We, no, we could still do it, but it just seems like a lot. Like, I don't want to give up. Sorry, our fans. We we're slot. not going to give you everything. Well, it's just I don't want to give up our Wednesday night slot because, like, I want to secure that when you know, in the post-apocalypse, when we might not be able to do mornings. Who's going to take our our regular slot? Look, I usurped the, our, our supreme leader, Scott Rubin. Like, he doesn't have a, a slot to do a show. Look, like, he listen, wanted to do a show. <laughs> I don't want to say anything, but I don't trust that hecked guy. <laughs> Look, I'm too lazy to take over any time I, slots. I saw Scott Rubin post something about doing something yeah. on, on all games, and I was like, I don't know. He fucking knew what all games was. <laughs> you were he, dumb. Well, he, He's been in chat all week. Discord? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll log on. He he knows about it. Listen, it's like, you understand you don't understand, Oz. You're you're you work in an essential business. Yeah, you're essential. <laughs> it turns out that that nitrogen ice cream, not an essential business. So Scott Say, Rubin has time. Says you, I've had Although some I, of it. Yeah. But you know. Anywho, but yeah, I didn't want to give up our night slot because it, all of a sudden, everybody wants to be like, oh, I want to be part of the All Games family. You know, like they're planning shows and shit. And, you know, luckily, we we, we planned ahead of time. So we, we got, you know, our five days and our yeah, five day shows. But I still don't want to give up the Wednesday night because once comic shops are open, Wednesday nights are our spot. Yeah, but like yeah. I, I've seen... I've seen this happen before. All these people get all excited, like, yeah, I want to do a show on all games. And then 10 years later, oh, well, I don't have a microphone. Yeah, yeah. well, 10 years later. but 10 years years later, they just give up. No, 10 years later, they haven't started. You ask them, hey, whatever happened to that show you want to do? Oh, I don't have a microphone. Well, fucker, it's been 10 years. I mean, you can't. In the meantime. In the meantime, we got to tell a call to call. uh, We got to tell a show called Shh. Shh. So we can go on. You know what I mean? 
Is that show like, still on? It, it's zombie no. cast now, but it, they're you know it, it's one of those things like they were ahead of us, and then it's like now we gotta wait till they end till we go on. Who like, needs, I don't want who I, needs to listen that. to a zombie cast? I mean, go outside. Done. Yeah, no, I again, it doesn't like I want to secure our spot here. Most cause. people don't realize this is a, a backdoor pilot to Lawrence and Lawrence and I's uh political talk show. Absolutely, uh, like we got nothing but time. It's called Young is I'm, Wrong. I'm just trying to figure out are there actually zombies outside? Because if there are, I'm gonna stop going. Wait, oh, that's have actually a new story. Standing at the, uh, have you seen them standing outside of Trader Joe's? <laughs> that that's actually people. a news story. Homeboy <laughs> finally said what started the zombie apocalypse in in Walking Dead. You ready? Uh, I think Jake did that story. I well, I guess that's a news story. Like the the final episode's not gonna happen. Wait, the final episode's season, not gonna happen of the season. Yeah, of the Why season, not? like because they didn't finish shooting it, and now they had to shut down. Shut up! Are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, so they're they're, they're, they're going to film it later. Oh, that sucks. You're, you're going to get it as a bonus episode after the fact, whenever they get to. That sucks. You're it's going to be behind it? the paywall on their Patreon. I like that most concerned about the Patreon that we haven't created. Yeah, it's too late now. I don't want to ask people for money now. Oh, Mike talked you out of it, huh? No, well, it's just, like <laughs> I know where I'm at. <laughs> I just, I just know where I'm at, and I know that other people are either worse or at the same level. So it doesn't make sense to ask people for money now. Like, you know, for example, like I talked in the heavy metal meal about revocation. Like, I want shirt. I would buy two of those shirts if they would have released it in January. The the episode in which we had a long discussion about. How I'm not getting a stimulus check is not the episode we want to talk about. Hey, give us money. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I'm it's kind of apparent you need it. Audience, I'm not asking for money anymore. But if you'd like Rest. to give it, I mean, no one's stopping you. Hey, you got a I'm check stopping. coming. Nah, don't give me your money. I don't want your money. I do. Not everybody's money magnum. I'm I'm not money magnum. I'm no money magnum right now. Like, I got no income. <laughs> yeah, and I still got to pay rent on my shit for at least three months. It's After interesting. Tomorrow, how, I don't have income either. Like, no no money magnum sounds like they still have a fair amount of money. <laughs> Uh, it, it's like no, when it a million dollar. Yeah, he, he has a gun. It's like when the million dollar man lost a million dollar belt. Like he's not <laughs> he's not showing bling anymore, but he's still the million dollar man. Right, right. <laughs> like when I he had the belt, it was like two million dollars. Look, I might have to work for somebody else when this is over. <laughs> and it's scary. Like that's the scariest thing about this. It's like I might have to be somebody's employee. Because, you know, you can't be independent contractor anymore in California. Man. So I might have to get minimum wage to cut hair. And that's fucking terrifying. I don't scare easily, but that terrifies me. You got anything else? Uh, 
I wish I did exercise my Second Amendment rights. So I could blow my brains out after this. Oh no! Don't do it, Mo. We need you. Hey, nobody needs me. No, I'm talking about we. We do. You got more news? No, I think we're good. All right. Final thought. Hex, are you there? Yeah. Give me a final thought, Hex. Um, I'm not going to be working for a while. No. Oh, so, sorry to hear if that. You want, if you want to visit my SoundCloud, <laughs> I'm going to be a going to be a famous SoundCloud rapper now. There it's it going to be SoundCloud.com/slash/Hexzilla. When do you get your face tattoo? Um, I, I'm going to do that when when I get that stimulus check. Makes sense. <laughs> Jay, final thoughts. Um, fuck Cartoon Network for releasing uh, episode of Steven Universe early. Hashtag until tomorrow. What what what's wrong with that? Why what's wrong with releasing it early? It's just on the app, so now everyone on YouTube is talking about it, and I don't even have the chance to see it because I don't have the app. Got it. Can you get the app? No, because I don't have a cable provider. Uh, you need a cable provider to use the app. Now, you know uh, you have a friend that has a cable provider. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, Larry could just tell you like his login info for through his cable, and then you get whatever. You can actually get whatever channel he has, whatever channels he has access to on an app version for you with his password. Theoretically, because I think that's illegal. I mean, hypothetically, is it now, right? in this time of COVID nineteen apocalypse, <laughs> hmm, perhaps I will consider that. That's a great hypothetical to look into. Yeah, it's easier than you know figuring out what you would have got this year. <laughs> but we're not condoning that. Oz, give me your final thought. Uh, all my Sunstone books came in, so I'm I'm good in the in the reading room and the bedroom. Too bad you have to go to work. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Moses Magnum, final thoughts. Uh, uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. There, right here on AllGames.com. Well, Lawrence has to do That's this. how you do it. For the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow morning. All of us talking to you about all types of random comic book trade paperback things. Read animosity. Right. And read what are we reading, Jay? Uh, the Magic Circle. The magic order. Magic, no, order. The magic order. Right. 
all that tomorrow morning. This is Fantastic Forum live on allgames.com. <laughs>